crack open a cold one, boys, because it's Dungeons and Dragons night. I, of course, am your illustrious Dungeon Master, Cody Jehe. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I am joined, as always, by our fantastic cast of players playing Ozal the Wise, or should I say the Brontosaurus at the moment, uh, Zach. Wow. How's it going, everybody? Your favorite paladin friend, Goliath, and handyman with a greatsword, Burn, played by Dean. What up? Your wicked Stolas of the West, Stolas, played by Dini. Tonight's the night. And rounding out our cast, you know him, you love him. He wasn't there for the cool catch-up review show, but that's okay. Marius, played by Max. Good evening, everyone. Um, we have announcements, correct? Uh, AI art, right, uh, Zach? Yeah, so um, <clears throat> this week there was a really cool uh, AI art program that launched. Um, Cody got to play with it a little bit. And we're thinking of investing in it as kind of a way to generate like very specific art that's, you know, really quickly. And so I ran, uh, I burned my full $10 worth of art generations generating these arts. So hopefully you guys appreciate them. Uh, so I'm just going to scroll through them. They're not really... They're in somewhat of an order, but they kind of got mixed up with uh, Google Drive. So if you're listening on podcast, I'm sorry, but you'll have to check out the video to see them. So first we have a concept of Ozol's robes with like a different concept of the crystal. So in this case, it's like a big, like almost like a stalag uh, type, type crystal worn around his neck. Uh, we have kind of like an ethereal Merlin here, which I think looks pretty cool. Uh, we have a oil type painting of Ozol when it's with his blue slash white robes. So really cool there. Uh, we have Ozol with the crystal. Um, obviously this is much larger than it's, than it is in our game, but I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, we have another Merlin kind of like very mythical looking, which I think looks pretty cool. Uh, we have a drawing of burn here. So burn, what, uh, you used some specific words for yours. What did we use for that? <clears throat> yeah, gothic, um, medieval, ethereal, um, Goliath. So this is very, almost beautiful. It's That's like amazing, honestly. Kind of growing on him and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. It. We have we have Vor, which took me so many fucking generations to even get this. It was him and him and Marius were the most difficult to get. That one uh, melts have, my heart, by the it's way. It's so amazing. We have, like, the ultra big chungus burn, which is honestly my favorite burn drawing because it has, like, horse cleaver and, I don't know, it just looks really cool, but for some Got, reason like, they made burn a thick boy. Monster skulls. The fucking, know. like, burn 2029 Steve I know, right? right there. I love <laughs> Jesus it. Jesus Christ. Uh, we have another Ozol art, uh, another burn art, which, again, the beautiful oil painting, the blues, the ethereal mask, like, Very really, dark really cool. Uh, we have one more Ozol, I believe, uh, and then we have Stolas, the Eldritch Horror, with like a thousand eyes, which is amazing, incredible, canon. Oh my god, that's perfect. We got another burn here with that the, one's uh, my favorite. Yeah, with this the was cross the one that you, and, yeah. you really enjoyed that one. Uh, we have another Stolas here, which I think looks really cool. This one hurt. Uh, he has actual like the tentacles incorporated, and then he also has that eye of Hadar in the chest, which is really cool. But other eyes also, which is spooky. And then just one more Stolas, 
I thought the, it was a really cool one too. The Stolas ones are like almost really consistent for the AI generated art. Like they're all pretty very spot yeah, on. very spooky. We have Kalimban with his axe. So this one we use Dragonborn uh, uh, axe and armored, and it came up with some pretty neat ones. There's like a chibi praying young Kalimban, which I thought looks really cool. And then this was the one that Mark I think liked the most, which That's I think dope. looks really beautiful. The colors are great on his. Yeah, we got we got Marius Whoa. Rudari here, so beautiful nice. red wings with the armor. Unfortunately, no matter what I did, it would not take the helmet off when I put armored. So that was kind of one of the sticking points. But I thought they looked pretty cool with your red angel wings. And this was oh, yeah. my favorite Marius one, dude. Yeah, that one is one hundred percent. That's awesome. Uh, and then we had this one also, which was a variation of the previous one. Uh, and then we have the Game Master. So this is Cody, the Dungeon Master, studying to get ready for the uh, the game, which I thought was really cool. There's another one there. And uh, I think that's it. So, um, What did you put in for this image? Because I love it. And I struggled really hard to make my Dungeon Masters look good. Yeah, so I put Dungeon Master uh, and then Studying and then Library, I think was the prompts. Nice. Okay. Yeah, and it came out like real mythic, so I really enjoyed that. So um, we'll we'll probably be playing around with AI art. If you follow us on social media, you'll get a chance to see those. And uh, yeah, we got Badfish, Tukantri, Brenton. Glad to see the awesome D&D crew here. Toy Mafia in the chat. Brenton says he likes the art that came out pretty awesome. Thanks, Brenton. We appreciate it, buddy. But uh, yeah, you ready for the intro, Cody? Roll the intro by Devin Silva. Hear ye, and get ye hype, for tonight's harrowing adventure takes place in the accursed land of Strahd. But fret ye not, though, as our tale is sure to have moments of levity, provided by our all-star role players, and led by our story dungeon master, Cody J. Hay. Truly, from the bottom of all our hearts, we thank you for tuning in to Live and Let's Dice. We return to the accursed land of Strahd. In the swamps of Berez, our heroes have found their way through being tempted by the mists, by being tempted by these specters floating through. There is this giant hand that tried to grab Marius and pull him in all these different little mind tricks that Babala Saga is playing. They get there with Van Richten. They find their way through, kind of learning about the topography of the land. And enter the swamp to fight what is arguably, I would say, one of the hardest bosses so far. 100%. Um, 100%. Real nasty fight. Lots of uh, lots of spells being slung both ways. Lots of, lots of creative gameplay from our players. Holy cow. Lots of quick thinking on my part. Um, and at the end, our team prevailed. However, there is a caveat. Now, for those of you who don't know, Marius Rodari, played by Max, came to me and he said, he's like, Cody, hey man, like I know we're going to play Curse of Strahd. I'm really excited to be on the team, but uh, I want to play the Night Mother. And I think it'd be cool if we did like something where I could, you know, be this cleric and potentially redeem the Night Mother, you know, all this stuff that's going on. For those who don't know, and our audio listeners, she was bound to mortal form with Babala Saga, which Stolas ate last game, which is where we pick off. Pick pick up? Turn, turn, turn off. 
continue our story from here. I have cleared the turn order because technically that combat is over. I will have Stolas and Marius roll to see who gets the first action out of combat, and we will go from there. So Stolas, if you want to roll initiative, and Marius, if you want to roll initiative, go ahead. Oh, hold on, I didn't clear all the way, I lied. Marius with a 16.1. Stolas with a 7.17. Try, try, uh, yeah, one more time, sorry. Also, this ambiance is incredible. Thank you. The bubbling swamps of nastiness. What have you done? What have you done, Stolas? Do you not realize? As I go and I swing on him with my sword. Roll it, Marius. Brandishing a booming blade, the blade itself begins to glow with a uh, arcane energy to strike at him. Uh, 24 to hit. That hits. Okay. That will be eight slashing, two thunder, and if Stolas attempts to move, he will take two d8 more thunder damage. I will also bonus action uh, to have the spiritual weapon go and strike at him. Stolas is floating five feet off the ground. Just as I can a heads still, up. It's a flying weapon. You, okay, I'm just for for those of our listeners. Right. Uh, Eighteen to hit. Hits. For thirteen force damage. Stolas is dead. Stolas falls. Well, taking Prone death saving throws, not dead. Into okay. the swamp. <clears throat> Marius lowers his blade towards Stolas's throat and looks at the others. Do you know what he has done? Do you understand? Uh, Those of you who would like to join initiative may now join initiative. Uh, I understand enough, Marius. Cody, can you roll me Bront initiative, please? I can. <laughs> Just because I know it doesn't. I, does, I know it doesn't use my uh, my initiative. Uh. Burn got a 4.11. Uh, Rudolph Van Richten got a 14.13. And Bronte Ozol, we're getting that in just one second. 3.09. Descending order. Marius, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Uh, that is my, my action and my bonus action. I will continue to maintain concentration on my uh, Twilight Sanctuary and uh, spiritual guardians. Um, let's see here. Let's see how many temporary hit points I can give for myself. 
13, so... Right, that is all for my turn. Okay, Van Richten goes. Looking around, he begins to survey the scene in the swamp, uh, aghast at what has happened. Stolas has just consumed this wicked creature. The hut in the water begins to boil as the tree in which this hut was in begins to disintegrate and sink back into the swamp. Uh, Van Richten looks to you, Burn, and Marius, and he says... What do you want me to do? And he kind of looks towards the hut and then back to you guys. Burn? <clears throat> you will not lay another hand on Stolos. Okay. Um, uh, Van Richten, <laughs> grab his body. Oh. He's in the water, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he looks to you before he moves, Marius, uh, with your sword kind of leaning over Stolas. Van Richten, I need you to be witness while we have the discussion of Stolas's fate. And he says, end the book. Go retrieve it. Uh, I need an intimidation check from Marius, and I need a persuasion check from Burn. Intimidation. 17 for Burn, 9 for Marius. Let me see. Uh, yeah, he kind of looks at you, Marius, and he says, If it's a discussion you want about Stolas's life, perhaps we should stop them from drowning in the swamp, lest we kill them, and then I will retrieve the book. And I shall hold them down to make sure they go nowhere. Do we have an accord, Marius? I will take him then. Uh, he begins to approach. And he says, perhaps you should work out whatever issues you are experiencing with your friends. Uh, and he will pick Stolas up and drag them back towards the water, or towards the, the skull, and kind of keep them there. Now, Marius, this is important for you. Do you see this as a hostile action? Because if so, you get a attack of opportunity on Van Richten. I do not. I will allow him to move there. Okay. Other than that, he will use his action. I thought his action was to drag him across the water. I'm sorry. That was movement. Um... What am I trying to say here? Medicine check. Ten. Stolas. You get one death saving throw. That is um, a pass. You get a free free pass. 
Uh, she also uh, gets advantage because I'm near her, right? Uh, no, she's oh, out of not. your yeah. your thing. So uh, you have one success. Speaking of Stolas, it is your turn. At the beginning of Stolas's turn, I will use my reaction to expend my divine expedition to move adjacent to Stolas. Okay. Van Richten, I guess, is technically kneeling, administering aid to make sure they don't die until you have a chance to pass judgment. Uh, Stolas, it's your turn. Will you please give me a death saving throw? Just roll a flat d20. If you actually click the death saves on your character sheet, it'll do a death saving throw. Oh, I didn't know that. Go ahead and click the death saves. And you still have... Oh! oh two failures, ladies and gentlemen. So, Oh my god! Critical failures uh, during the death saving throw um, count as two failures. So you have one success and two failures. <laughs> Sad face. Stolas, as you are being drugged through the ground, your your normal bird form that you project, uh, has, you're no longer concentrating on it. So you are literally just this horrific creature being drugged out of the swamp, muddy, gross, tendrils, not really moving a whole lot, but still that one singular eye darting and looking around as stars swim across your ethereal form as you feel yourself being drugged to the great beyond. Not dead, but somewhere in between. You can see your spirit being grasped by ruby tendrils as this maw begins to open of serrated teeth spinning in circles that seem to go on through infinity. Burn. Uh, I'm going to uh, use my movement to move towards Stolas. Okay. You can make it all the way there. Okay. And I'm just going to lay on hands <laughs> uh, one point. <laughs> Actually, as Burn enters my area of effect, he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. 25. 25. Okay. You take Shit. half damage, and your speed is actually reduced in half. Uh, oh, did not mean to GM roll. That's okay. I got 12 on my end. So six radiant points of damage, and it would reduce him, I think, to not being able to move close enough. So he entered there. Nope, he'd still be able to make it. Okay. Where's the area of effect for that? I guess what oh, you're generating. Let me pull it up for you because you can see it. Badfish says he's freaking out right now. So uh, the purple area effect. Do you want to describe that to us, Marius, really quick? Yes, it is uh, the spiritual guardian spell that I had cast just before the end of last session. Uh, so I call forth spirits to protect me, and glowing purple and red orbs are kind of flittering around in a 15-foot radius of my person. And uh, I have chosen to reduce or remove my designation for Burn and for Stolos, uh, since I knew he would be affected by 
Stolas's siding. And essentially, while you're within the area of effect, you're, every time you start your turn there or enter, the, enter it uh, on your turn, You'll have to make a wisdom saving throw against it against it to take 3d8 radiant damage and your speed is reduced in half so how much damage did i take you took six from your successful saving throw okay I would not place my hands upon him. We need to have this discussion. Well, I don't want him to die before we're done, Marius. Oh my god. How many points are you giving him? Just one. Just so he's not dead. Okay, so that should be your turn unless you have any bonus actions. Uh, are we gonna talk, or are we, <laughs> are we just attacking each other? Because I haven't attacked him yet. We are speaking now. Okay. From what I understand, and don't get me wrong, I know I'm not the brightest, but I do know this. Your night mother was split into two. And any good that the Night Mother had in her, it wasn't here. Now, I know Stolas is not right for this, and they will have to answer for it. But there's still hope for your Night Mother. Killing Stolas solves nothing. This undulating mass creature is only going to find a new host. And if we have Stolas, we know where it is and how to find it. Killing Stolos literally solves nothing. Actually, I think it solves many a thing. If you haven't realized, did you not listen to what he said before? About a decrepit goddess and being insulted by one of her, her acolytes? Insinuating me. Yeah. As he consumed Baba's La Saga. That is a clear assault on my person and my god. If and it wasn't even Stolas. it wasn't Stolas speaking. I don't think that was the case. He chose to continue this. You heard I him even, say it before. I, he wants even, our help to free him from this. I think that was all a ploy to placate my attempt to cure him. I have too much history with Stolas to stand back and just let him die and not try to cure his affliction whether he was lying or not or wants our help or not he doesn't deserve this I think he has chosen the path of power and hunger the creature that he has aligned himself with is the endless pit of despair and hunger he will never be satisfied consume this entire land you will not see that the creature that, that lays here on the ground is becoming worse than the Count Strahd von Zarovich himself that's true 
Good. Then we will end this early before it becomes a problem that can no longer be handled. I didn't say that. I will go and attempt to swing my blade on Stolas. Uh, it is still Burn's turn. Okay. Uh, uh, can I ready an action? You used an action to lay oh. on hands for Stolas. Okay. So you have a bonus action you could do something with. Okay, let me see. Let me see. Oh, where's my spells? Here we go. So, bonus action. No, it's just an action. Shit. I'll let you think about that unless there's something else you'd like to do. And uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. Mark. You're here now. Would you like to wage into battle with this uh, feud that is happening with your group? You with us, Mark? Are you mute? No. He may be getting set up still. Okay. No worries. You want to go and take that turn for him? Or I can do my turn? Uh, yeah, no, go ahead and do your turn, and we'll add him back in next round. Copy that. Um, Ozal the Brontosaurus, gorging himself on delicious um, uh, leaves and lily pads, sees what is happening, and will roll 2d20 uh, due to a effect that Stolas put on him. Uh, Which I believe has ended since Stolas was technically oh. knocked out. Just I for see. the interest of fair play. Okay. Uh, so seven is probably not enough then. Um, I will do it? you one better. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to roll flat d20. Eleven. Unfortunately, it's not enough. What's the DC on that? Uh, ten. Okay. For, for what you do. Because you haven't really been prompted, and the situation that's going on with Stolas is currently complex. So. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Um, Marius, before you go, give me a perception check. I can certainly do that for you. I think we have Caliban now, by the way. 24. 24. Something at the periphery of your senses sends a shiver down your spine. You don't know if it's the swamp. You don't know if it's... Pabla Saga, potentially. Something's off in this situation. And with that, it's your turn. We are being watched somehow. But I will continue to uh, lay a swing onto Stolas and attempt to strike at his prone form. A 16 to hit. Hey, we got a super chat. Oh, man. From whom? Luke Fredericks. Stolas looks like he could oh, use a little no. help from Oh, God. Luke, oh you, are, God. you are an angel, my friend. Let uh, Ozal 
Yes. I actually still lost. I'm going to have you do the honors. Roll a d20. Okay. I will do that. Shout out to Luke Fredericks, by the way. What a guy. What a guy. What a... (laughs) I'm over here, like, stressing out. Like, what the fuck am I going (laughs) to... In what can only be explained as... Hadar's divine intervention. Stolas, you have a free critical hit. Should and when you would like to use it. Wow. Shout out to Luke Fredericks. Yeah, thanks, man. What an angel. What a gift from God. I'll put in the Discord, Cody. Thank you so much. I just put it in uh, chat. But Luke, my man, way to make things interesting. Uh, Marius, back to you, my guy. A 16 to hit. On his 16 form. to hit Stolas ties her their armor class. So yes, tie goes to you. Okay, she go. He goes back to being unconscious then. However, death saving throws start over. Yep, I already clear him. Cool. And uh, I will bonus action to move the spiritual weapon over to there, but no, not strike. And that is all I will do for my turn. Okay. Uh, I think we end this here. I do not have faith in this creature anymore. Um. Van Richten stands up from his kneeling position, almost being hit with a sword, uh, while administering aid to a creature that he figured was on trial. Um, wrong one. He looks at you, Marius, and he says, Marius. Oh, man. Mark Peterson. (laughs) Dingus check for Caliban. (laughs) What a guy. (laughs) Sorry, guys. We'll handle that after after this moment. (laughs) Love you guys. Um, still with his cane sword, kind of he had set it on the ground, he scoops it back up and withdraws his hand crossbow. And he points one sword to burn and the hand crossbow to you, Marius. And he says, this is neither the time nor the place. We are exposed. We are vulnerable. And if you really want to put this creature on trial, as you say, burn, and you really think they can be saved, then we should have a chance to do it. However, Marius, as he turns to you, I'm fine killing them and cutting them loose to the ether. My fear, though, is that we release whatever this is and it comes back after us twice as strong. So, you have one minute to make a choice between the two of you, or I will start making choices for all of us. And with that, Van Richten holds his multi-attack action. Stolas. You have a moment where you're being pulled into the clutches of Hadar. The next moment, you are kind of peeking your eyes open, looking around like, what is happening? Seeing Van Richten's face over you, administering you first aid. And the next thing you remember is Marius's blade coming back down on you. 
Will you please give me a death saving throw? Will do. Fourteen. That is a success for you. Calamban, will you please roll me a d20 before we start your turn? I gave him a, a initiative roll as well earlier. No, no, no. I think it's for the for bless. His, yep, his bless. And, and who are you giving it to? Out of curiosity, are you giving it to Calamban himself, or are you giving it to someone else? You got an eleven. Mark your on mute, buddy. Treasure. I'm sorry. It's okay. Treasure. What would you like to do, Mark? And is this boon for you or someone else? It's for somebody else. I. Who would I, you like to give it to? I am a little foggy right now. <laughs> uh, I'd like to give it to somebody else, yes. Okay. Um, just anyone? I can roll the d20. Or if you want to roll yeah. d20, I'll tell you who it goes to. Yeah. Uh, five. Roll it again. Five to eight is Caliban. No. <laughs> twenty. Uh, critical twenty hit. is Ozol. <laughs> That's what a waste of amazing. a roll. Twenty. I'm sorry. Pretty amazing. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it, buddy. Love you guys. Treasure. Ozol. Okay, Caliban. How would you like to proceed? Um, there have been two hostile hits from Marius. Van Richten has just threatened to end this whole thing now if you guys don't come to a quick enough decision. Burn is kind of attempting to do his best to save a friend of his. Caliban, you have your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, I always choose violence. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to, to end all this. I'd like to burn this down right now, personally. So I am... Am I raging? Am I... You know what I mean? I'm sorry, I can't, I can't tell. Uh, yeah, so your rage has ended, technically, since you didn't take a, a move in combat last turn, and we combat is over. And this whole exchange that has been going on has been going on with for several minutes. You probably could enter rage again. Um, if you would like. But I don't have you currently marked as raging. Would you like to rage? I would love to rage... And I would love to Winter's Hell and try to end this conflict. And who are you attacking? Uh, let me check my Do you think... Do who do you agree with, Marius or me? I guess is really the question. Do you want to spare Stolos or kill Stolos? Uh, oh... Oh man, I that's I'm I'm, 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 it's, uh, oh, I'm super conflicted. I thought we were trying to kill. Yeah. I thought we were trying to kill Stolas. I'm sorry. I didn't hear I any. Mean, if, if you want to, you can. This is your chance. Role play it out. You you begin to enter a rage. I'll rage and then I'll let, let let me get close to the action. Let me get in between this. Let me get let me just let me just close in, get close and uh, I'm conflicted. So I'm gonna hold. I, I I pull back my fist 
I pull back my rage a little bit, and I'll, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to get close, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand close and, and, and just see how this plays out. I... Do you want to, like, intimidate? Your your rage will end unless you attack or take damage. Rage... Uh... Well, isn't he going to take damage by entering your circle? I did not designate him, or not remove my designation for him like I did for you and Stolas. Oh. Damn it. Wow, you targeted me? That's fucked, bro. <laughs> I just cho <laughs> chose so not to fuck. spare you from the effect. I never attacked you. I'm just saying that. Alright. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a barbarian. I'm a dragonborn. I choose violence. I'm sorry, Stolas. I, I, I guess I'll attack Stolas. Alright, make two attacks at advantage. Wait, aren't I already down? Oh yeah, yeah she's you're unconscious. <laughs> okay, I guess. <laughs> I hate playing the bad guy, but this uh, this is life. So hold on, let me see. Damn it! If <clears throat> yeah, okay. No, go ahead. Tell me, this is the last chance to try and save. I, I I'm just saying, I'm trying to keep Stolas from dying, but. Ah oh, man, I, I think I've been thinking about this for a long time. <laughs> I'm so conflicted. I can't tell. Uh, oh, God, you're a yeah, dragonborn, you, you, bitch. You, it's almost like you can't win here. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dragonborn. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dragonborn. I'm gonna winter's how this situation. Okay, make two attacks at advantage. 22 hits. Two more. Oh. Toss a coin to your warlock, Luke Fredericks. Oh, man. With another $10 donation. A valley of plenty. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, some people really like Stolos. Thanks, everyone. Poor little bird man. Did, did it roll twice? I'm sorry. Uh, yes. You got 12 and then 22. Yeah, shout out to Luke, man. What a fucking guy. An angel sent to save Stolas. <laughs> okay, so, so what's going to happen with these attack rolls? Here's what happens. Tech. Oh, hold on, dogs. Shh. Sorry. <laughs> they don't um, want to happen either. No, they don't. Chloe is diehard Stolas fan, apparently. That's Do fine. you want to roll what that does for Stolas? Nope. If it's I, a I'm, oh, okay. I'm going to give you this. So, due to Luke's community engagement, I'm going to automatically demean that this is probably... Actually, Luke, why don't you tell me in the comics what you would like, or comments, what you would like wow. from the Bless roll, and I will give it to the group. Technically speaking, by terms, and uh, Marius brought this up, each attack is a coup de gras, which means that it's worth two death saving throws that are failures. So, Stolas has one success. Caliban <laughs> brings down his axe the first time, across Stolas's chest, causing it to just erupt in great wounds. And that's two fails. As the second attack begins to land, depending on what Luke uh, decides he wants for his bless roll, that would be the end of Stolas, technically. 
That would be four failed death saving throws, which you only need three. Uh, Luke wants clarification. Do you want him to pick one from the blessed list? Yes, sir. Yep. So your Looks options like you are random um, potion, oh, advantage treasure, critical hit, divine intervention, or one of the two items. I would suggest probably divine intervention. I was going to say it has or, to be divine intervention. Yeah, if you want to try and save Stolas. I know sometimes there's a little bit of a delay between those. <laughs> Badfish says, bad uh, <laughs> Brenton, she ain't Marcus's gods. Jesus Christ. Only half of the god. The bad half. Honestly, did a, a favor. Luke wants divine intervention. <laughs> okay. And divine intervention you shall have. But not in the form you would think. A few things happen, Caliban, before you can get your second attack off. Oh, no, come on now. As your attack begins to land, appearing above you, with three held actions, Strahd decides to act. Oh, your first, shit. <laughs> Yeah. The first thing that happens to you, Mark, is I'm going to parry your attack, which I have already rolled this in the background. Your attack fails as Sanguinius flies in between you and Stolas, blocking your second hit from hitting. The next thing that happens, Marius, is I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, you need me to make one? Sure. Oh, actually, let me double check that. Sorry, give me two seconds. I'm loading. Uh, come on. Where is it? There it is. Um, oh, no. Nope. Never mind. Oh, yeah. There's no. Not a I always a forget sleep, to sleep. There's sleep, no there is no save, so it goes top-down hit point-wise. Yes, sir. <laughs> How many hit points is Van Richten at? Um, Van Richten is at full health, so he has 70. Um, he has rolled 46. So uh, Plus 19, so 50, 65. 65 hit points worth. So... Nothing Van Richten, Van Richten, you said had six. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I'm sorry. He has seventy. Oh, Van Richten has seventy hit points left. Yes. So nothing happens, right? Okay, nothing so happens to Van Richten. Hold on. I need to because you have to like subtract from each one. I got so, you. So sixty-five minus my thirty-one. Uh, thirty-four left. So I am the only one that would fall unconscious because Caliban has, or actually does it count temporary hit points? I don't think it, it counts. Wait, Cody, this attempts. starts from the lowest hit point character or the highest hit point character? Lowest. Yeah. Lowest okay. works its way up. I need to see, hold on, I gotta look and see if temporary hit points affected or not. Hit points affect a creature within 20 feet of the point you choose, which Marius is my point of origin. In ascending order of their current hit points, Ignoring unconscious creatures. 
starting with the creature that has the lowest current hit points, Marius. Okay, okay. so temporary hit points are not a factor, so that does that changes things. So um, 65 minus... Minus, I'm at 18, Kalimban's at 30, and Burn is at 52. So myself and Kalimban would fall unconscious then, if you said Perfect. Van Richten is uh, at that. Yep. At 70. Sleep. Sleep. That will drop. That will drop. Okay. Here are the events that follow. Thank you for the math. I appreciate it. I had it worked yeah. out on my end too, but this is the beauty of D&D and teamwork. Sanguinius uses his turn as a bonus action to parry. Plane shifts Stolos away. At which point, Strahd turns to the party and says, this one is mine. I shall, study, I shall settle your petty argument for you, and I shall add her to my, them to my ranks. Thank you for killing the witch. He pulls out a small sack of gold and throws it to burn. Who's awake? To Ozol. Ozol's a dinosaur right now. Dude. I got treasure, baby. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> I have the bag of holding. It's my gold. Well, I got something for you, too. Don't worry. That, <laughs> oh, thanks, that grass bro. is going to pay off here in just a second. Thanks, baby. And then turns his head to Van Richten. And he says, you are alive. This I have been waiting for for a very, very long time, old friend. Though I do suppose I have other matters to attend to. And then that's his turn. Bucephalus's turn, he will also use his action to shift planes, and they are gone. Then, uh, burn! <sighs> Son of a I'm so fucking mad, bro. Um, just, let me lay on hands. Whoever. Oh, no, I can just use a spell, can I? Uh, uh, technically, <laughs> I don't think this the uh, sleep. Uh, no, I can use prayer of healing up to six creatures of your choice that you can see within a range of each regain hit points. You just, if you're just trying to wake us up, you just need to slap us. I don't even think you have to do that. I think the effect technically ends since he no longer has... It requires verbal, semantic, and material components. Pinch of sand. Okay. But he does no longer has line of sight on you? It's it's not a concentration spell. Right? It's literally just a one-minute duration. Oh, well. You have one minute of peace to yourself, I guess, before. Or, yeah, you can heal. Who do you want to heal? I'm just going to sit in silence. I'm, I'm mad. Uh, right. Does polymorph expire after a minute, or is it an hour? 
Polymorph's it's, an hour. It's an hour. There you go. Um, yeah, there is a hundred pieces of gold for burn. Ozol the Brontosaurus, as you are schnouted down in the swamp, you pick up something hard in your teeth. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. Okay. That's what I got uh, for you. All right. Well, I will, I guess, roll my d20. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, that's going to be a 14, which I think is barely enough to get me sentient. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The 10 is what you're looking for. <laughs> um, 14. You have something extremely hard between your teeth. Okay. Um, I will... Um, I guess, can I put it, like, here for now? Sure. Um... Or can I, can I free action to like toss it to burn? I guess. Sure. Okay, I'll I'll throw it in burn's direction. Why don't you make me an attack roll? Okay. Uh, just a d twenty. Yeah, d twenty. Add your strength and whatnot. Uh, eight strength is twenty one, so that should be plus five. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. That's enough. Burn as you're, you know, sulking in this, you know, knee high swamp. You are struck in the back of the head. With what can only be described <laughs> as a sack with inside of which contains a chest. And it's covered in like fucking seaweed and shit. You take two points of damage. Um, Sorry, <laughs> and I it was all just tilts his head at you in his brontosaurus form as he kind of does what I he's go. about to do. Like a little bit of a uh, Ozol will then begin moving, and I will <laughs> grab, because Caliban's asleep in the water, probably <laughs> drowning. I'm going to grab Caliban out of the water and place him on my back. Okay, you do that. With my great strength. So that was... I don't really know how gargantuan movement works, but I think that's about 15 feet of movement there. So the edge of the circle, depending on which direction you're moving, is just 5 feet at a time. Oh, okay. Right? So I think you only move like 15 or 20 feet from okay, the outside so let me of the just, circle. Which you yeah, move. let me just double check my movements. 30. Yeah, you should be fine. So another 15 yeah. feet to get to the house. Yep. I think it's and, underwater. Uh, it is underwater. Well, I have a 60 foot long neck, so that's not a problem. And, uh... I believe that's all I can do because I interacted with Caliban and then I moved. So, yes, unless sir. I get another action, that should be it. I honestly can't believe that just happened. So thanks again, Luke, Oops. for saving Stolas's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and turning him into a bad guy we have to fight later. Also, Fern, my heart goes out to him because he's such a good friend. What an angel. You tried, man. Marius, your 
sleep is fitful, to say the least. It's nightmarish. It's hell. You're reliving that moment of Stolas eating your god over and over and over again. And then you feel this sharp pain get cracked across your chest as you wake up with a gasp of air. And you see Van Richten, who has sheathed his uh, sword back in his cane, and you are struck on the chest in your armor with his wooden cane. What happened? Where is he? As I, like, sit up and start looking around frantically. Strahd. That's the what only did he word do? The... So did that... A cursed being appeared in front of us and claimed his prize, apparently. I'm sure that he has minions along the way. Whatever has happened to Stolas is no longer our... It's no longer for us. We need to get the book, and we need to leave, and we need to do it now. Marius, <sighs> your, your wings on your back, one of which is broken, begin to turn to ash as your glow of divinity begins to recede. And it's faint at first, but your night mother is gone. So as of this point, any spell slots you have left are the sliver of power that have been imbued to you. Your seraph form is no more. And those spell slots left will be kept until they are used. Okay. Uh, Van Richten will help you up. Kind of sling a, an arm around you. And say... Burn, get up. We need to go back to the Prima Vista. Tell Ozal to get the book. Wake up, Caliban. And we need more than just the book. We need to take this skull, and we need to get the gem within the uh, within the tree. Fuck. Van <laughs> Richten just whispers under his breath. Uh, at which point, Caliban, uh, you're still asleep. Burn, back to you. Um, okay, um, there's a gym in the tree? I guess I missed that. Yes, it's part, you've probably forgotten, uh, it's part of the, uh, Wizards of Wine vineyard. Was okay. a, uh, a gym that they were still missing. Oh, Amazing. Uh, is it in this tree to my left, or where the house is? Where the house is sunk. I think it's within the house. Okay, let I me... Could, uh, I saw it, saw it glowing from underneath the floorboards whenever I was inside with Van Richten in the fight. Okay, let me uh, move over to uh, Ozol, and I'll tell him to stick his long-ass head down there. And... Uh, while I wake up Caliban, see if Ozol can find the gem. Ozol, blink twice if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) 
The footsteps, bro. You love it. Uh, and then and I will attempt to wake up Caliban. Smack him on the face. I'll smack him real fucking hard, too, for, hit, uh, for attacking Solos. Jesus, kill him while he's down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will uh, use my great strength, which is 21. And, um, well, actually, Cody, um, I believe there was some sort of explosion. So do I need to make an attack against this to find this gem? Or is there just like a giant hole now? now in this floor. Why don't you give me either a strength check or if you have athletics on your Bronta boy there. I don't think I do. I'll do strength. Uh, D20 is a 19. You should be able to. Can you access it if you shift click the Brontosaurus? Shift click? Yeah. Okay, then what? Uh, shift double click. Can you actually pull up his character sheet? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yes, thank you so you much. Go. Okay, so uh, 21. Um. Oh yeah. No, you're good. I just was, was trying yeah. to help you out if you were, you know. Yeah. So I will begin sort of like, you know, because Brontosaurus, super long neck, very powerful animal. I'll begin looking for the, um, I believe it was a crystal or like a glowing gem. Yeah, I, I'll do you one better. Ozol in his mighty strength, you see him surface part of his body below as his front half kind of leans into the water, his neck going down begins to surface the rest of this tree and what is left of it so as it comes up water is displaced it kind of bubbles and brews as this whole tree is lifted out of the swamp ozal's neck kind of curling around the base and lifting it up his head kind of looking back towards burn he's able to get the entire platform to surface above the water as you can see the roof and part of the walls are gone from van richten's bomb um the inside has just been blown to shit. However, there are two things left. You can see a dull pulsing green crystal inside the middle of the tree. And kind of some of the floorboards are still covering it, although cracked and, you know, molding and gross. Under which of least, um, under that as well, there is a chest covered in a canvas. Uh, kind of a small, what you would assume is like almost like a chest for a grimoire or something that you'd want to keep precious like that. Uh, so may I may I use my well may I interact with both and kind of bring them to shore? Yeah, you could just take a bite out of it, unwrap yourself from the tree uh, as yeah. you grab both items. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I'll grab both items, and um, I believe that will be the end of my turn for movement. And that'll be uh, the end of Bront's turn. Perfect. All right. Marius, anything else you'd like to do while we're in the swamps of Perez? I... I feel weak. And... Looking out to my, my wings... Something is missing. I will need to pray as... I start to kind of look at this giant skull here. I think we'll need to, uh get everyone to move these things we can use those all here while we have the time uh, Baba de la Saga's body is no longer there right 
So anything of value is going to be within her hut that we can still find. Um. Yeah, there there are still some things left. I'll start trying to see if I can lift this skull because it's rather large, correct? Mm -hmm. How heavy is it? Um, I mean, by your guess, six seven hundred pounds. Calamban, can you? No, oh, he's not even awake, is he? Not yet. Uh, I'll go. I'll go and wake him then. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, and kind of smack the side of his head from up, up on his Ozal's back. Okay. Uh, he wakes up. Ah! <laughs> oh. I I need your Maybe help carrying carrying the skull to the Brenda Vista, or Prima Vista. For sleep, and I'll do. <laughs> I, I I deserve that slap. I deserve many slaps. So, let's go. So tell me what I need to do, and let's do it. I need your help carrying the skull. Okay. So. And that's what I I can do with my turn or my portion. I think we can drop the turn order at this point. Yeah. Um, Fender so can I... cast Levitate. Um, oh, nope, 500 pounds. The spell fails. Can Ozal the Brontosaurus assist in that 500 pounds to place it on oh, his back? Yeah. Ozal, you want to you wanna go a full chitinous boy, like a crab? Um, say that again? <laughs> a chitinous boy, because, you know, crabs, uh -huh. crab shells are made of chitin. Pick it up, put it on your back. Oh. Yes, I thought you said something else, and I was offended. Nope. Um, uh, yeah, I will. I will. Um, it's a half of a skull, so um, I will place my head, I guess, in the half and just help Van Richten pick it up and place it on my back. Yeah, I um, think you guys spend the next probably five minutes um, with Ozal the Brontosaurus and uh, Calamban and Burn and pretty much everyone, right? Helping and putting it on your back as they adjust the load and Yeah, there we go. Strap Balance it down. That baby out. Ropes. Um I will also Jesus Christ, Brendan said all these slaps, it feels like the Oscars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. Uh, Keep Strahd's name out of your mouth. <laughs> I will I will then reach down and grab the treasure chest that um Bront Zal found and pick it up. And then I will place my tail um, at the shore as if to gesture if anyone needs to ride through the swamp. Because I know it's quite treacherous terrain. Bronze is all... Bro, you can't give yourself a nickname. That's not how, how it works. It's true. How That's not you. how it works. Um, and that'll be uh, my turn. So hopefully we can find some cool, cool loot over there. Yeah. You guys, Elephant, your way out of the swamp. Back to the Prima Vista. Oh, wait. They were going to search the... The thing. Oh, we're just gonna roll for it. We'll save a little bit of time for you guys looking around. Oh, okay. Perfect. Me describing it. Perfect. We'll say each of you gets one D one hundred roll, and I will tell you what you find. Awesome. So we'll we'll go ahead and get out of the swamp then. Yeah, we'll go ahead and roll your D one hundreds while I'm here. We'll just you know. Mark has rolled a forty three. Ozal got a nine. Marius Rodari has rolled an 83. Oh. 
Burn has I, a 64. I rolled a, okay, thanks. Okay. Uh, you guys find quite the treasure trove. Um, I will start with the highest. Marius, as you are looking through this uh, decrepit house that Ozal is still holding up before you guys got all this stuff on there, um, you find a staff of swarming insects. That is fucking awesome. I don't know what that does, but it sounds awesome. Um, the next thing that is found uh, is found by Mark. Mark, you find an arrow about the size of your body. Uh, could also cool. Be, uh, I'll take it. Yeah. Like, potentially loaded into the ballista. Um... Burn, you find a dagger that seems to have no damage to it at all. It's like almost pristine. Nice. And Ozol, you find two spell scrolls. Fantastic. Amazing. Um, okay. I guess I'll, I'll find out what those are in the Prima Vista because Brontosaurus Ozol cannot read. Correct. Okay, um, we'll go back here, um, you guys make your way from the swamp without Stolas here, and return back to the Prima Vista, Alucard is kind of waiting on deck up and to the right, um, with your battle ass, and it is quite somber as you guys arrive. Badfish like the name. Yeah? Alright. Um, As we approach the Prima Vista, um, Brontosaurus Ozol will... Is there a good place to put this, like, without damaging the Prima Vista? Uh, you guys could just set it right on the assault deck. I mean... Perfect. I will, I will do that. And once it's on the deck, I will then drop concentration and retor- re- well, return to my normal form. Copy, and I will paste it. Where would you like it on the Prima Vista? I think you said the assault deck. I know, but where? Like, where? Like, so you have a game plank. I'll drop it on here for you. You guys want to stick it? Like, I mean, I here? guess the safest... I don't know if this is safe or over here. We'll Just somewhere where strap half of it to the roof right here. There we go. That's better. Yeah. Tie I it like down. Yeah. You know, it looks kind of menacing and cool with half of a dragon skull on top. I'm here for it. Uh, as you guys begin to leave. Um, may I investigate the treasure chest that I found in the swamp? In just a moment. Perfect. Smash cut to six and a half hours later. Stolas. Are you here with me? I am. You awaken at the edges of a shore. Let's see if I can get my uh, map here. Um, for the life of me, I cannot find it, so we will just do it here. 
So, Ozal, if you would be so kind as to go to Lake Zarevich, and I will drop on the lovely Stolas. Uh, surrounded by deep forest, you are standing at the edge of where the river comes down from the mountain and feeds into Lake Zarevich. Um, there, there's a clattering of bats behind you as the Dreadlord himself apparates from their cloud and stands at the shore with you, kind of staring out. Stolas, you've heard its call, haven't you? I have. If you were to join my cause, I will show it to you. Ew. <laughs> First, I have to ask, why did you save me? You have done something that very few beings have done. I had uses for the witch. It is a creature that I both despise and respect. And I imagine you would know something about a situation like that. Being that you serve the Great Old One. I do understand. I know you and Tyrus never got along. You and Ozal had your differences, and you had a soft spot for Burn. But, should you want, I have a place for you. At my side, and in my castle. Do you accept my terms? Well, unfortunately, it seems as I've been left with very little choice. I can't go back to them without being killed on sight. And I have to admit that the call of whatever it is in this lake is... It's been pulling at the back of my mind for a long time now. It's hard to ignore, and in fact, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't curious about what's... What's down there? He nods, and he extends a hand out to you, Stolas. Stolas extends a slimy, disgusting tentacle. <laughs> and with that, you are branded with the brand of Strahd. Much like Tyrus got originally... He imparts a dark gift upon you as you join Team Strahd. From the woods comes a strange-looking man. He has kind of this... At first you think they're kind of like dreadlocks, and then you realize that they are tentacles much like your own. Um, extending out from his body. 
as he raises one hand, the water stirs. The surface of the lake, completely glass at this point. With how big it is, it's strange, but it's almost as if Strahd's control over the land is so vast and so great that he could still the waters, almost Jesus-like. <laughs> and then it begins to stir and stir, and this cyclone begins. And erupting in the form of tentacles and mass, you see two massive eyes and razor-sharp teeth as arising from the lake comes a fully grown kraken. Whoa. That thing is terrifying. Strahd bows to the priest and disappears in a flurry of bats headed off towards the castle. The tentacles stop as they surface and form almost like a bridge as it bows to you and the priest extends one hand out to you. Shall we? Yes, let's uh let's do this. He takes you by the hand as you walk across this bridge of tentacles and you guys submerge between the waves. Smash cut back to Ozol. I think it's uh, time we need to make our way back to Argenvast Holt to drop off half the skull. And I would like to go back to Volaki. We have much to discuss on the road. Should we also visit the tavern, or the, <coughs> excuse me, Wizards of the Wine to drop off this gem? Yes, we should do that as well. Um, improve the morale of all in Velaki to have a new source of wine. Trying to think of what would be the fastest route for us to do this all. Um, I think, would you mind taking us back to the large map, please, Dungeon Master? Of course. Using my Dungeon Master powers, I summon the large map. So I choose Pot of Green. Is, <laughs> is, are we able to go up the hill here? No. So you, you guys are actually kind of in this uh, valley, and it's kind of hard to tell or make out if you're not used to looking at maps like this. But uh, this is actually the mountainside. It's actually a, a mountain on either side. Uh, very large, very cold, and you guys are in the valley in the swamped, kind of flooded area. Um, you would probably have to go back towards P and take the road. Uh, the Prima Vista does not take hills uh, as well as you would hope it would. Okay. Well, then in that case, I think we need to go Velaki, uh, Argenvast Holt, then the, uh, the Wizards of Wine. I agree. Or, or we could, uh, in Velaki, we could just give the gym to uh, the Blue Water Inn, and they could that transport is it back. Idea. I like it. I love everything about it. Okay. Uh, so I will place my hand on the sort of driver's seat, the magic item, and ritual cast Phantom Steed, and we will be on our way. Okay. You ritual cast Phantom Steed. 
Um, Alucard has kind of joined some of the back ranks as this giant armored, you know, saber-toothed battle cat. Of course, led by the mighty battle ass himself, Trundle. Um, Van Richten kind of sits in one of the chairs in the uh, map room on the main assault deck, just kind of sulking, feeding the fire, making sure stuff's stoked up. And uh, sing to himself as you depart. Fern, what do you do? Um, I guess let me inspect my dagger, I guess. Okay, yes. Um, it's magic of some nature. Um... Do I have any, like, intuitions, or can I use, like, insight to learn some you, more? You can spend the next hour kind of attuning to it as you uh, begin to learn what it is. Okay. As <laughs> exactly. Attune to my dagger, <laughs> I will learn its ways. <laughs> That's my song. I love it. I love everything about it. We used to share my screen, that was all. Ooh. You have found the Dagger of Venom. Uh, a potent magical item um, that gives you plus one, plus one magic dagger, right? When you, you can use the inaction to make this thick poison kind of drip down the blade. Uh, it's got a decently high. Uh, constitution saving throw. I mean, DC 15 is pretty nasty uh, to deal 2d10 additional poison damage and the target becomes poisoned for a minute. Uh, but it kind of reminds you of Ozal's serpent fangs uh, when he was, you know, snake boy. Snake is snake. Yeah. But How you have found snake. the Dagger of Venom. Cool. Uh, Caliban, I assume you also want to check yours out as well? Yes. You have found a ballista bolt of slang. So any arrow, very rare. Um, these are notorious for naming a creature, essentially, dealing extra damage to it. And it's almost like the black arrow, essentially, from Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Man, second slate dragon. Wow. Ironic, I'm a dragon born. What type of creature is it identified for? That is a very good question. Unfortunately, Caliban, give me a survival check, actually. My dear boy, if you need assistance, please let me know. And if you will allow, I will ritual cast identify to help identify the properties of this item. Yes, if you can, please. Um, it's kind of hard to... to 14. Mark, you are not able to make out in your mind what it is for. It's made of pure white bone. Um, and literally everything about it screams death to you. And it, it kind of looks like <laughs> a tribal era at first. As those all kind of walks over and begins to uh, ritual cast this uh, spell that we have flavored as Magnus kind of appearing. The arrow begins to float in front of you 
as Magnus takes it in his hands and he says, Oh, it's been many years since I have seen something like this. I believe this ballista bolt of slaying is meant for undead creatures. It's a very powerful tool. I would assume the witch had it in her arsenal to take out you-know-who should he ever approach. Though I don't know how she would have deployed it. Is uh, Caliban able to hear that, or do I need to relay that to him? Um, you, the spell is meant for you in your zone, okay. so you yep, would have perfect. to. I will um, walk it back to Caliban and say, Caliban, this arrow of slang is attuned to the undead. may be of great use to us in our fight against the devil himself. Keep it well, my boy. I will keep it close and I'll keep it safe. I think it'll be, uh, it's great to have a weapon of this magnitude. I won't, uh, I won't waste it. Okay. I'll drag all this over here in a little bit to you guys' stuff, but... Or, Ozol, if you want to add it to Discord loot chat, that would be awesome. Copy that. Marius, are you checking out yours? I will, I will once uh, Ozol identifies the, the staff that we have found. Yeah. So, same kind of thing. Ozol, you're, you know, it's just a normal day in the office for you at this point, right? Cast and identify. Like yeah. Talking to your mentor. You find a rare staff. Um, it can be used by bards, clerics, druids, sorcerers, warlocks, or even the mighty wizard. Uh, this staff has 10 charges. It regains 1d6 plus 4 charges daily at dawn. Uh, you can expend a charge, roll a d20. On a 1, a swarm of insects consumes and destroys the staff, and then it disappears. However, while holding the staff, you can as use an action to expend some of its charges to cast one of the following spells from it. Giant Insect, 4 charges, or Insect Plague, 5 charges. Um, and then it has the description for the insect cloud down here. Um, uh, while holding the staff, you can use an action to expend one charge to cause a swarm of harmless flies, flying insects, to spread in a 30-foot radius from you. The insects remain for 10 minutes, making the area heavily obscured for creatures other than you. The swarm moves with you, remaining centered on you. A wind of at least 10 miles per hour can disperse the swarm and end this effect. I'll hand it to Marius and say, This staff... It's very powerful. You can use it to cast giant insect, insect plague, or can be used to summon a swarm of flying insects. Each day at dawn, it will recharge. Now be careful. If you use it improperly, it may disintegrate itself. Now hand it back to Marius. I don't usually wield staffs. Ozal, would you prefer to keep it? Thank you, my dear boy. I do have a place that we may store it in the event that we need it for the future. If you would do me the honor, I'd be honored to place it. And um, I'll pull out the pocket watch and, uh, and say, perhaps it's time I show you guys some of my new abilities. And uh, I will wind my watch and 
attempt to open the portal to Ozal's domain. Yes. It takes a couple minutes for the portal to fully coalesce from your staff as your staff is kind of yanked from your hand and plants itself in the ground. This red doorway that turns blue begins to appear. Uh, as you stick the key in from your watch that has wound out, you are transported into this. Now, standing before you is Magnus. He smiles at you and he says, well met, old friend. Well I've been met. working on something for you. The ground around you erupts and changes and turns into the bottom floor of what you could only say is a luxurious home. There are four statues in this room. One is Ozol. The next is Ozol. Would be these two over here. A younger... Oh, wrong tab. Yeah, you're on the wrong layer, I think. Yep. A younger and the older. There's one of Merlin and one of Magnus. This statue seems to be of a knight, though it is unfinished. Um, just to clarify, are Kalimban and Marius and Byrne and Van Richten here? They have yet to cross the threshold. You traveling from one place to another is instantaneous. I see. Them traveling from one place to another is different, which I shall describe now. Ozol opens a door and steps through. As the rest of you follow, I assume... And who is going first? I'll go. All right, Burn. So we have Burn, Caliban, and Marius. Out of curiosity, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Marius, are you going in, or are you going to talk to Van Richten? Uh, you may be on mute, Marius. Oh, he's getting a drink. He'll be right back. We'll say that he stays behind and talk to Van Richten, because I have something planned for him as well. Yes, I would like to talk to Van Richten, sorry. Perfect. No, no worries. Um, Van Richten will take over for you, kind of leading in the cart. Um, As the two of you step through, it's strange as these spinning corridor coalesces from this portal. It's a myriad of colors. It's very Rainbow Bridge, almost. Like, Heimdall, summon the Bifrost. But as you begin to walk across from where the door would be, there is no ground. And you take your first step, Dawnbringer, and as you plant your foot, these blue fragments of rock come flying to where your feet is. And they are etched with runes as they begin to form a bridge that stretches from the door and spans probably a half mile through this spinning tunnel of colors. You can see what looks like different dimensions, places, all flying past you in a a brief moment. As you cross this bridge, the next thing you see down here uh, is a gate. What looks like an idealistic gate for uh, (laughs) a neighborhood kind of floating on this asteroid in space. There's grass, there's trees, and as you cross through this borderline gate, everything behind you disappears into a beautiful idealistic sunset 
as a, like an infinity pool. So if you were to look at it from the inside out, you would just see the gate and the sky. From the outside in, it looks like a meteor floating through space. As you arrive, probably, you know, 10 minutes after Ozal arrives. As uh, Caliban and Burn enter, I'll say Magnus. Two statues to the left I recognize, as, of course, the statue to the right, and the statue before me. The knight here. Who is this? Uh, as you say that, and Burn comes striding across the lawn, and he says, You seem to hold him in high regard, and I figured at some point you would want some sort of grand entrance and or statue gallery. So I am building one of your friend, though I am attempting to do it through the old means. And typically he's just kind of this translucent spirit that kind of floats around in this space, but this seems to be more physical than usual. Uh, as he stops floating and kind of stands there, half of his body, probably from uh, his, both of his hands, begin to coalesce into what look like flesh, and the other half kind of tapers off into this ethereal glow. He says, By the chance, if you run across more ectoplasm, I could create a quasi-real body in this realm. And that would help me with crafting things that you could take back to the material world, but it would also help me feel like me. Of course. Just to confirm, that's a statue of Burn, correct? Correct. Okay, gotcha. I wasn't sure if that was Sir. Um, I will uh, show the staff uh, of insects to Magnus and say, Magnus, we'll need to store this here in containment. We may need it one day, though the time is not now. And I'll look back to Burn, and um, do I notice anything about Burn? In what regard? Uh, the whisper that I sent you. Oh, sorry, I was uh, changing tabs and stuff. Okay, no, uh, I'll just say, Bird, the blood spear. Yeah, I have it back. No. I kind of like it. <laughs> All right. Well, I yeah, guess we're not getting that. <laughs> Cody was supposed to describe something going on with it, but I'm not sure if he saw the whisper. Uh, um, I will uh, take the spear and hand it to Magnus along with the spear of insects and say, this item is cursed. As you can see, it's been bleeding on Burn's back ever since we killed the witch. And I will kind of grab Burn's shoulder and turn him around just a little bit and there's just blood all over his back from the spear. That's disgusting. And I'll cast press the digitation to um, clean him up. It's not his blood, I don't believe. And uh, I will hand it to Magnus to put under containment. I'll also pet Vor, as I believe he's here as well. And uh, let my friends know in this domain, we can stay for a little under a day. Any longer and you risk permanent harmful effects to your bodies. 
But unlike the rope trick that we've used in the past, the items here are real. And uh, I'll just show them around the uh, this area. And Cody, can you describe some of these rooms that we have here? Of course. So, on the base floor, Magnus kind of gives you the tour. The rooms to your right are guest quarters. So the room behind me is more of a master's chamber, but could be also be used for guests, depending on what Ozal would like. We have storage to the right, and he shows you that. The larder behind me, here. Uh, food stores for when you, you know, have food to store. Uh, it is a chilled room as well. Follow me. And he kind of takes you up the stairs. Um, let's see. That's the third floor. Send this back to the GM layer. Uh, the second floor, as you come up and around, has just a, a general kind of gallery feel to it. Um, currently, here and here are kind of floating two-dimensional images, almost as if he has cast like a mirror image spell. Uh, one of which would be the blood spear. The next which would be the mask uh, that Ozal found of the smiling god. And he said each of the items that have been placed in containment go to facilitating the power and magic of this space. The more that you acquire, the more the space can be used for you. Uh, and he kind of shows you around. He said this would be Ozal's private study, his alchemy lab, and then up one more stairs to Ozal's master bedroom. This is fantastic, Magnus. Very well done. And um, I will say, again, we can stay here up to one day, though... I believe we should get back to the Prima Vista, as we have things to protect on board. Yes, the prolonged effects of your friends leaving their own physical time and space will wear on their bodies, deteriorating them, causing them to rapidly age if they stay here too long, and they will be undone. Uh, Burn, Caliban, do you have anything to say about this space or questions? My only thing is, uh, will this give us a good chance? This this will give us a good chance to recover. And I mean, I'm I'm pretty. Uh, I took a pretty pretty bad beating there, so I don't know what everybody else is doing. Should we recover first, or? I think it may be best to recover on the Prima Vista. If they're attacked out there, we have no indication in here. We need all our strength to protect. Argenvoss skull and the gem for the wine taverns. Well, only Marius is out there. Marius is weak right now. He needs strength. He needs us to be there for him, Burn. And I will gesture to the downstairs master bedroom and say, Burn, should we rest here? These will be your quarters. And, uh,. I will thank Burn for giving me the blood spear. 
and uh, begin walking out the door, uh, sort of gesturing to Burn and Caliban to leave first. Okay. So we should go out that front. Go out the front door here. Yes. Get back okay. the way it came. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cody, are you here with us? Yeah, sorry, I, I hate to go pee really quick. No, it's okay. Yeah, that was a quick as, one. Great job. As uh, Burn and Calumbin leave and the door closes behind them, uh, I will ask Magnus, Magnus, now that we have just a moment, I have a question. And I'll show this, the crystal in my staff and say, it was mentioned many moons ago that this item was taken from the Bride of Count Strahd. I know my master owned it. I know that you have owned it at some point. It was passed down to me. Could you tell me a history of the owners of this item? Magnus begins to speak, explaining how the, the process of which the Council of Wizards were able to coalesce this crystal into its actual shape from the dream of a beholder. As he begins to do so, Magnus's mouth begins to slowly disappear. And then he like looks in horror at you as he looks down and then touches his face as his mouth is gone. Oh no. Should get that checked out. Do I What is everyone like, Arcana check? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Alright, Arcana check is gonna be uh oops, I don't know why that was at advantage. Thirteen. Oh, I had a disadvantage That's okay. You get the sense that whatever is happening to Magnus is not within your control. That something is intervening. And as he like keeps trying to talk and you just get this... He kind of settles himself and replants himself and stops. You can see kind of the breathing techniques he's using through his nose to clear his mind. And then you hear his voice touch yours. He said, perhaps this is a question for your counsel. As I see, they have barred me from telling you. Thank you, Magnus. This place is beautiful. We'll continue to store items here for study and for protection of the people of this land. And I will pet Vor on the head and say, I will see you soon, friend. And I will walk out the door. That was all. Yes, Magnus. Should you like, I could read the book in your possession and you could play it out for your friends instead of simply reading from something that devil has written on. By simply casting a a minor illusion, I could play out the events as they took place within the book for you to witness and watch for yourselves, if you would like. 
Yes. I think that would be very well. I will confirm with Burn and Marius that they're okay with this, but I think this would be most beneficial. I will be back, Magnus. I will see you again. Okay. And I will... Because I don't think I have it on my person, so... I'll walk out... Oh, I do? Yeah. You're the one who said oh. you claimed it, and when you turn back to Brontosaurus mode... Oh, okay. Yeah, Brontosaurus well, then I'll, I'll go ahead and pass it to Magnus. Sorry. Okay. He will uh, kind of take it and spirit it away and under his robes as he bows to you and goes off and does his own thing, I guess. He begins to read. All right, and I will re-enter the Prima Vista and end my turn. Okay. While that is happening, Marius. Yes. Van Richten is driving the cart, being that everyone else has disappeared through some sort of extra planar something. Where will you go now? Me? Yes. I have... I have work to do. I suppose I will stay with you until the mission is done, though I fear for the safety of those in Velaki and for my apprentice and now for you. We should have killed Stolas when we had the chance. We should have, yes. This will become a problem and in the future, unfortunately. You said that he Strahd took Stolas? Yes. That damned horse of his is able to disappear and reappear in multiple places. And apparently so can the sword. That concerns me. And, and I. For now, though, I, I think I have other things I need to be concerned with as... I have lost my wings. I do not feel a connection to the Night Mother anymore. I think she's truly gone. I need to find a new deity to worship or or to someone that's willing to take up the cause that I have already been fighting for. Well, you could turn in to Valaki and preach from your temple of duality or you could leave with your people seek out a new realm a safer place I'm sure Madame Ava and her crew would be willing to take you back in you are Vistani after all yes but it does not sit right with me to leave this undone I've been working so hard at this point to ensure that these people are freed of the problems that they have, trying to develop followers to redeem the Night Mother. And now that is no longer an option. I think some time to myself over the coming days on the road to pray and hope that I can find someone new. Maybe someone will answer my prayers. Be careful with that. You and I both know who the master of this realm is. Yes. 
but I know his touch, his way. I think I'm wise enough to know when he is trying to do something. They don't call him the devil for no reason, Marius. How but will you conceal yourself now? I shall not. I fear... Now that my presence is known... That our party will be hounded no matter where we go. Though, that doesn't seem to be much of a change for you and your group. Unfortunately not. And I suspect that the devil himself would keep me here if he so desired, as he restricts others from leaving through the mist. Perhaps. I will do a favor, though, Marius. Should you, or anyone else, turn out like Stolas, I will kill you. And I will kill you swiftly. I accept that. I appreciate your wisdom, Van Richten. I'm going to retire for, to my room for a while if anyone asks where I am. And I do not wish to be disturbed. I shall drive on. Sleep adequately, Marius. Four hours go by of travel. Van Richten driving. Would that be enough time for us to take a, um, a long rest? I think it's a six plus four. Yes, ten hours total would be this trip, yes. Copy that. I'll go ahead and reset, and I'll reroll Porton for you. Okay. Four and thirteen. Perfect. And, As um, you... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, um, since we are spending some time on the road, can you tell me what the spell scrolls were? Yes, you have acquired Web and Grease. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard of Grease, but here for it. Okay, awesome. Um, if we have some downtime, can you drag them into my sheet for me? Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. And uh, I will just briefly um, uh, open the treasure chest also from uh, Babala Saga's... Or from the swamp beneath Baba's hut. Uh, yes. So the chest itself is not really a chest as much as it was a book cover, uh, which I guess I probably should have explained as you were handing it over to... Um, uh, Magnus. But oh, okay. So what I found yeah, outside like of a, the hut, the hard object was the tome of Strahd. Oh no, that that I believe oh, is okay. Vern's possession. If you'd like to go talk to him about it. No, no, no. I picked it back up before we left. Oh, okay. Well, yes, it is a locked, small chest. Okay. Uh, and while observing the locks, they seem to be of superior quality hmm. kind of bound in this dark iron with this kind of really dark hard wood and as you press on it it does not show the wear that Babala Saga's hut had nor does it show any signs of rot um, I don't think Ozal has the tools to break it um, do I think it's a magical lock 
Can I um, cast Identify on it as a ritual? Uh, yeah, you attempt to ritually cast Identify on it, and it, it is not magical in any way. Although you can hear something sliding around inside as you kind of tilt and move it. It sounds decently heavy. Okay. Uh, I will uh, ask Burn for help. Perhaps his great strength can be used to um, break the lock. Burn. Oh, yeah. Burn. Who is it? It's me, Ozal. I uh, need some of your great strength to perhaps break this lock. I could do it magically, though it would create quite the ruckus. Uh, sure. You give it a shot. How are you attempting to break this lock, Burn? Just <laughs> yanking you Pick it, it up I and guess? throw it on the ground? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I'm just trying to pull the lock, see if I can... Break it against your forehead like a beer can. The the lock itself is actually like it's part of this chest. It's not an actual like secondary lock over oh. the chest, like a padlock, not like that. I guess I could throw it on the ground. Are you partial to this chest, Ozol? I'd like to find out what's inside of it. I don't necessarily care about the chest, my boy. <laughs> okay, I guess. I guess I throw it on the ground. Okay. As you do that, I need everyone in the cart to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> oh, as the, no. prima vista, the prima vista lurches from one side and then goes up into the air and back down. Is it dexterity? Yes. Ozal rolled the twenty. Those of you who are asleep need to make a disadvantage. So Marius. Oh no, Marius. Marius rolls in that through one. Well, can't go much lower than that. Mark got a five. Got a five. Okay. Here are the events that follow. Oh, Van Richten needs to roll too because he's driving. Uh, You can blame it on him. He'll never know. A series of events uh, begins to unfold as oh fuck three. Um, the cart that is moving at full speed along the road hits something in the road. On these muddy, dark water, uh, this muddy, dark night road. The cart begins to then stall as you hear a grinding noise at the same time that Burn has thrown this chest against the floor. Burn, you have the wherewithal to kind of dip, duck, dodge, dive, and roll out of the way. Um, as the cart begins getting to a stop, Van Richten is thrown from the seat and hits the ground. Caliban, you are asleep, I believe. Uh, you are thrown against the ceiling and hit the floor. Kind of, you know, it's a barbarian wake up. It's not the worst. You take four points of damage. Marius, your whole bed is uprooted into the roof of the assault deck as you come landing back down. Uh, Ozol, you slip and fall. What caused um, this? I'm sorry. Oh, we're getting there. As the cart slides to a stop. The oh, and the chest, the chest the uh, explodes. got hurt me. Yeah. Uh, Marius, take ten points of damage. Ozol, take five points of damage. Burn, take zero. And Van Richten will take ten. I took none or one. You took none. Okay. 
<laughs> okay, wow. go on. What is this happening? Is, did this chest break or not? Um, give me a strength check, please. Or athletics. Strength athletics. 23. 23? Oh, yeah, it exploded across the ground. Uh, <laughs> it actually, like, hit the floor and then hit the ceiling and then hit the floor again. Uh, there's a couple dents in your room. Or I guess this is technically Stolas's room because, canonically speaking, you said that you and uh, Ozal shared the, the front cabin. But So what was inside the chest? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Rolling around on the floor uh, is what looks like a silver bar. Okay. Um, Did the silver bar exploded, or I, I don't. Fully no, the chest exploded. The the chest, the chest and itself. That wouldn't have been detected with the tech magic. No, it's not magical. It's silver, Ozol. Something exceedingly rare in this realm, considering that it. Uh, no, no, no. I understand that, but the the chest itself exploded, so that wouldn't yeah, have been detected like or identified it, fr from impact, my guy. Ah, I see. I see. Am I that strong? I, I don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very confused by this. That's okay. It's a it's a combination of your strength and the cart seemingly hitting something as it has slid to a stop. Oh. Oh, okay. okay. I see something outside. Yes. Uh, Marius, you wake up bleeding. See, I, I think I was awoken by, by being toppled on my bed. Uh, I am currently underneath my mattress uh, against the wall here. <laughs> Um, I'm going to push the mattress off and kind of rub my head and go outside of my room. What is going on? Well, we found something exceedingly rare in this in this land, and I will show him a solid bar of silver. How is this a bar of silver what caused whatever the hell just happened? Maybe unrelated. I don't know, but this is perfect because Ozal owes me money. Wait, what? No, I paid that money back. How dare you? <laughs> nah, I don't remember that. I do recall that actually. I'll pull it up and when you said we were even when I paid you back many moons ago. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I. This is what we found in the treasure chest. I'm going to go outside. Or actually to the rooftop or of the Prima Vista. Yeah, you uh, go up the stairs one deck and out the kitchen and see that the cart has stopped in this very narrow, raining, dark night, flanked uh, on both sides by forest. Uh, you hear Van Richten swearing from kind of the front uh, of the cart as he's pulling himself out of the mud. Are you okay, Van Richten? What happened? We hit something. I'll begin to make my way down to help him up. Yeah. Go as ahead, Ozo. As he enters the Prima Vista, uh, cast Prestidigitation to unsoil his muddied clothing. Thank you, Ozo. Um, the wheel is off the wheel, the wheel is broken oh I thought that was an I I was no, like Jesus dude, we should be on. concerned there's an X through the Badfish got it in the chat I just want to say it looks wheel like an uh -oh. 
right? You, you pin Badface's last comment right there. Look at the our our wonderful viewers have perception of twenty. Good work, guys. Burn. We need your great strength. Wait, Caliban as well. Okay. Um, all right. So I gotta do the wheel and go wave up Caliban, or you could go wave up Caliban while I start taking care. Of I mean, wheel. I'm already upstairs. I mean, I could come back downstairs, but you could just knock on the door that's next to you. Which would you prefer, my boy? I'm already walking outside. All right, I will go back down, Jesus Christ, to wake up Caliban. Caliban, <laughs> come upstairs, please. Why are you taking him upstairs? I feel like I'm we have reliving to get to a the nightmare. Gangplank. We're on the bottom floor of the Prima Vista. Yeah, where the wheel is, I'm going to need his help. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. That is not how that works, but I love everything of what Burn is doing. Burn here outside. Okay. Uh, now on this side, you don't as fix Ozal a car from inside of the car. Fucking shenanigans right now. I love. Yeah, why are you guys happening. inside the car? We're outside the car. Because I was it's, waking up Caliban, you dingus. Yeah, and you said let's outside. go upstairs. Why are you going upstairs? It's dark outside. The outside uh, is on the second floor. Caliban sleeping does cause problems. <laughs> a recurring nightmare. Comedy comes in threes. Um, give me a perception check or investigation check at a disadvantage as you dismount to check out what has hit the wheel. Those of you who are gathered around the wheel. Disadvantage. And what did you say? A perception? Yes. Oh, I thought you said investigation check. Wait, hold on. Investigation Sorry. or perception. Your choice. <laughs> I rolled a 13. Hey, that'll, that'll work. Thirteen. Twenty-three from the Dawnbringer. Nope, that was athletics. I, I, uh, Eleven from Mark. Thirteen from Burn. That's good enough. Sticking out of the ground, you make out a metallic object um, that kind of looks like a head, but you can't really quite tell as it is covered in rotting clothing. Ew. <laughs> smell it from here. What do you do? Uh, go look at it, I guess. Yeah, it... It appears to be a half-buried metal man person thing. A, a metal, metal man? man? Yeah. You do start digging them out, them out, and uh, you get shoulders, hands. It's just wrapped in like sackcloth. Shoulders, knees, and toes, <laughs> knees and toes. It's rusted all over. Uh, as you begin to excavate this creature, uh, Van Richten will kind of come around and be like, "I'm like start profusely apologizing for what has happened to the battle cart and the vulnerable position that he has put Van you in." Van Richten, you dingus! It's dark. <laughs> You're not wrong. Ozal will peek over the Prima Vista and say, Damn, son, where'd you find this? Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh. 
Dini, you want to tell us about your new character? Or as the, the eyes on this being begin to light with blue light, uh, they look at you. Okay, uh, so uh, this character is a uh, level 7 artificer. A uh, species, if you will, called a Warforged. What's it look like? Oh, we've we've seen the Warforged before. Slag is a Warforged. What is this? Hello, being. Who are you? What the? Whoa. Name not found. Would you care to input a new designation? Yeah. Uh, Kringlis. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, can you spell that for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Burn, what do you see? It's a new friend. <laughs> well, bring him on board. It's muddy, it's raining. Get them out of the rain, boy. We gotta uh, fix the wheel, Ozol. Yeah. Well, Burn. is our new friend helping the wheel? Well, he broke it. <laughs> so he Put his better. ass to work, Burn. <laughs> Burn, Kalimban, I think uh, we'll need some extra help lifting the wagon in order to get the <laughs> wheel fixed. Uh, any strength y'all can muster will be useful. Because the Prima Vista is not light, by any means. Uh, Mark, check uh, yep. messenger, please. Kringlis, are, or, uh, are you strong? <laughs> Loading. Kringlis accepted. How strong are you, Kringlis? <laughs> I actually don't know how strong Warforged are. Uh, 12. Strength 12. So, stronger than average. Okay, okay. well. let's. Does anyone need a Brontosaurus? <laughs> I thought actually might... <laughs> actually might come in handy, I was all, but you know. We'll, we'll see how this goes. We, we need to lift the cart and fix the Just wheel. Just let me know. <laughs> Pringlis, what is your specialization? With interest, my specialization is tinkering and infusing items. Okay. Are you able to fix things? Yes, that's possible. Can you fix the wheel you broke? Holy shit! <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me. Cold his, his, he his head turns and he looks at the wheel and... Yes, I can fix this. Sweet. Let's get to work then. Okay, uh, Kreelis, designation, error, displace, uh, wheel, fix. 
go ahead and give me a... Give me two seconds here. Let me pull up your character sheet. <laughs> Query intelligence. Submit. A woodcarver's tool check. So... If you go down and you click Woodcarver's Tools, it'll say Query Attribute. You can hit Intelligence. Boom. And it'll roll for you. Jesus, natural one. Well, that there's other in there, but... Wait, how did you do that? I don't see that anywhere. Um, right under Passive Perception. Oh, okay, I see the name change. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah, no worries. Under passive perception. Yep, there's. it says tool proficiencies. It'll say thieves' tools, tinkers' tools, and then wood carver's tools. Okay, yeah, I see that. I just click it? Yep. Sorry, that was Alchemist. I'm changing your proficiencies here. 17. 17. You're able to spend about... 15 to 20 minutes uh, fixing this wheel. Uh, Thankfully, it really wasn't damaged beyond repair. Um, But yeah, you get it back up there, you get it fixed, your tools, uh, you pull out this whole kit, like, from your chest as you withdraw your hammer and your chisel and just... uh, the wheel itself now being a little bit further in than some of the other wheels, you compensate by making a wedge out of some of the wood from the forest not too far from you, uh, hammering it back into shape. You pull one of the broken pieces of metal and kind of begin to use your, your heat metal to shape it and mold it using your tools, driving it in, creating a wedge as the wheel is fixed. Kringlis, the Forsworn, has joined the party. With great Kringlis pride, also the wheel has, has been repaired. A welcome basket from Abdulio. Blessings for the new character. <laughs> oh, what <laughs> Thanks, a guy. Man. What a guy. No. You want to roll it now? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Let's do it. Let's roll for Kringlis. <laughs> oh, one. one. Random Ooh. potion. Um, yes. Let me... Two seconds here. Let me grab my different page. Um, along with the stuff under the wheel, you kind of get the wheel fixed. You pull out your adventurer's pack that has kind of been decaying and rotting for God knows how long you've been laying here. Um, within is one intact potion that in fact is a potion of levitation. I'll take it. It's pouring rain as the five of you stare at this new automaton. Burn, how do you proceed? Sorry, I forgot I was on mute. Let's get out of the rain and figure out what the hell's going on here with Kranglis the Forsworn. I uh, I will say Badfish came up with a really good name. Oh, did he? It doesn't have to be Kringlis. <laughs> oh, I already updated the banner, but it could change. 
Uh, one by one, as they re-enter the Prima Vista, I will cast Prestidigitation upon them, uh, unsoiling them from the mud and the rain. Stolas, will you check that you can move your character just to make sure I don't... It's Kranglis. Oh, I God. can. Oh, no. It's going to take me like, a little bit. I apologize. That's fine. We all know what you mean. <laughs> Kringle missed. And then if uh, at it, Kringlis there wants to go to the roll <laughs> 20, the lower right-hand corner, they can click the drop-down and change from Stolas to Kringlis, and then they'll properly pop up as that creature. Oh, thank you. I didn't know that. You're welcome. Seeing as how uh, Burn seems to have activated Kringlis, he just starts following him around like a shadow. <laughs> it's perfect. There couldn't have been a better way to introduce your character, I don't think. Ben Richten, my friend. Please, come on board. We must get going. Uh, yeah. yeah. He, uh... <laughs> climbs Jesus back on board. Uh, and, uh, it's like, do, do you want to drive? Of course. I can, no problem. And I will take the mantle and, uh, begin our journey. Okay. You spend the next several days along the road, um, returning to the new fortified city of Milwaukee. Um, During Cody, the, the days... Oh, Marius is going to be be praying. In particular, on his travels, he, he knows of a, a few other deities. Um, wow, he got over her real quick. It's, it, it's more of a question on trying to find where where my my new guiding path will be. There are other other deities that had similar uh, domains within the twilight similar to the night mother um the first one that he knows of is saloon and he would attempt to try and connect to her see if she would answer him do you have saloon's direct cell phone number <laughs> i do not know the area code to saloon no yeah um <laughs> i joke 420 give me a <laughs> god religion i guess um sure. A religion roll. A natural one <laughs> Jesus for a total Christ. of three. You you pray and you pray as your feathers from your wings are falling out and all that is left is just the skeletal structure of these wings. And it's painful, right? As they protrude from your back and your new armor that's specifically designed for them. As you pray, the only thing you get through your head is maniacal laughter from the Dark Lord Strahd. Marius, again we find ourselves connected. I could patronize you. I am a creature of the night. I hear you. I have a place for you. 
to accept his offer. I know what you desire from me. I am not interested in such a thing. <laughs> Especially after you have sheltered Stolas, as I have been told. Well, one does not waste beings. Where is he? Mm -hmm. Where have you placed him? Oh, I'm sure you'll see him in soon enough. And the connection's cut. Essentially, I will not leave my room for the next coming days, continuing to pray and pray and pray, persistently trying to find someone to answer my call. Yeah. Uh, who is the next deity you would like to solicit to, I guess? Right. <laughs> wow. uh, Clerk for hire, cool. resume. Right. The, oh, the next one. Yeah, Bahamut's an option. Uh, the next one that I know of from, from the realms is, is Helm, the god of protection. Ooh, powerful. Yeah, let me uh, go ahead. A new religion here we go. A nine! Slowly getting better. This time, you managed to break a little bit of the veil. You see... the visage... of a gauntlet. And it's sitting atop a mountain as you're praying. The storm is coming down over you. You don't have your wings. It's just you in this white clothing on top of this mountain in this storm. In front of you, you see a gauntlet. Instead of it being open, it's closed into a fist, and the eye on the back of its, there's like an eye set into the gauntlet, is closed. You have reached through, but you have not grasped this deity's interest. I'm gonna try again. I would, since I seem to have managed to at least pierce the veil. Uh, I will plead my case to Helm, God of Protection. I have been a former acolyte of the Night Mother, trying to redeem her lost here within the, the veiled mists of Barovia. Your eye is closed to this place, Helm, but the people here are suffering and need protection. I was trying to redeem an old goddess to bring her back to the twilight. She is gone now, consumed to the chaos and madness of Hadar. Are you willing to help me in my quest to save the land of Barovia from the Count Strahd von Zarovich? I beseech you, please hear my cry. Place your hand upon my shoulder and guide me here in the land. Take a look at the people and the suffering that they endure. Provide your divine protection to me and I will guide the people here into your light. I will provide you a new religion roll. No need. Roleplay alone has sold me. 
thunder hits the prima vista and it's you know typically when lightning hits you know goes across yes thank you so much as it strikes you you feel your body get rocked again and you panic for a moment and you realize you're falling marius you fall out and into the storm as you open your eyes the clouds above you open as helm Here's your plea. There is a figure clad in full plate mail holding a spear and a single open hand. His hand has this piercing blue eye that touches you. As you feel its gaze lay upon you, you feel power begin to return. My son, chosen of Helm, I hear you. Your cause is just. You shall be my sword, you shall be my shield, and you shall be my servant. He slams his staff down. From this day forward, Marius. You are reborn. Thank you, Helm. I will serve you in my quest to free the people here in Barovia. I appreciate you taking the time and your divine wisdom to to speak to me. What is your will? Marius. You shall be the foe hammer find him eradicate him and bring him to justice one more flash of lightning and helm Marius you awaken suddenly in the cart and find three key differences about yourself. Number one, your wings have returned. Except for this time, they have a metallic finish to them. They are no longer dark or in the night. They are almost fully metal, although they still feel you know, light and floaty. Number two, your pendant of the or your shield, I think, is your holy symbol of the of the night mother. It was. Now, has a gauntlet with an eye on it. Pull it in here for the viewers. Oops. That looks much like that. And number three. You no longer give off a red glow. It's blue. Instead, it is blue. I will get to work on Hero Forge adjustments for you before the next session. Yeah, you should also tell uh, Vervain about the new art. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I'd like to apologize profusely 
for the events that have taken place, although I love it. Uh, and Fohammer has been added to your name. It's somewhere in there. However you would like to do that. Hey, I ca they can't complain about the business. That's true. Uh, during those days of travel, uh, Ozal will take the time to learn his new spell scrolls. And I will also be communing with the crystal to store five level one spells inside of it. Uh, three castings of the shield spell. Two castings of absorb elements. I will also resummon Vor on the road. Okay. Done, done, and done. Um, you arrive to a thriving town of Velaki. Hey. There are trained guards, there are lights, and there is less of a killing field and more grass returning as you approach the gates. You also hear echo from the front gates as the horn of Velaki is sounded at the Prima Vista's return. That Welcome is back. so encouraging to see. It's amazing. Burn, Caliban. Your soldiers have done well. Look, look at the town now. It's beautiful. They've kept it safe. Hold on, I'm consulting my notes. Okay. Um, as you approach the gate and you're driving Ozal, you see a familiar gnomish face wave to you as Arthur eagerly awaits uh, the entrance of the most famous wizard in history. Oh my god, I am so excited. As soon as we park the Prima Vista, I will um, go to Arthur and speak with him. <laughs> yeah, you're you're like uh the the cart's like pulling past him and in behind these new fortified walls, past the moat that you guys made with all the stakes in it, past the reinforced walls that Caliban um and Stolas and Burn have helped make with these uh and it was all with the spells and whatnot. And all of these torches that have gone from a red color to a blue color. Who knows what that's about? Um the Prima Vista, you know, just keeps pulling in. You know, you guys are headed to the Blue Water Inn, and you see him cast <laughs> the jump spell, and he attempts to jump up to the assault deck of the Prima Vista, uh, landing right next to you in the seat. And he says, Ma Master Rosal, you've returned! I, oh my goodness, I'm so excited! I have learned so many new spells! And, ah, uh, hello! How was your adventure? Do you have anything for me? Check out my crystal ball. Your beard's Arthur. longer. Yes. <laughs> First off, how was his beard? He was trying to grow it out last we spoke. It's, um... Uh, not great. It's really patchy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Man, it's to roll the most impeccable pencil oh, mustache three of ever. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. And uh, oh, he has boy. a really, like, patchy neck beard coming in. And he says, I, it's coming along, wouldn't you say? Beautiful. I don't remember Show his me. voice. Do you know what? Do you know? <laughs> it, it was perfect. Whatever it was was perfect. All it was right. like fanboy. It was like it Master. sounded so young. 
Okay. Master Ozol. Well, maybe not like that. No, but, not uh, pretty. Uh, well, we'll, Arthur, we'll workshop it. Show me you're familiar. Ah, uh, yes! <laughs> the crystal ball begins to glow as a fish lands on the deck. <laughs> I've named her Goldine. The Very most good, beautiful goldfish. Though a tad underwhelming in combat. Would you like to learn more forms? From you, Master Ozol, I would learn the world. Very good. Very good. Um, if we have time, uh, I would like to show him Ozol's realm. But oh, maybe yes. we can just... Uh, I don't want to take too much of the group's time, so maybe I'll just show him and then come back and it'll just be like a blink of time for the group. Sure, man. He, he begins to use precedentation to announce your illustrious return to the entire town, listing off extravagant titles that have nothing to do with what you were doing. Ozal, the conqueror of worlds, has returned! The master of magic unparalleled in any reality! He who hath slain dragons! Just absolutely going a full hype man for you. I, um, I love everything about that. I will um, disembark the Prima Vista with Arthur at my side. And walking uncomfortably close in your footsteps, as if every step you take, he is trying to step in the same step. I'll sort of... You know, like when you see a kid and you kind of like ruffle the hair a little bit. I like Arthur. And um, I will walk with him to the Blue Water Inn with the gem. Okay. To return it to its rightful owners. We'll put you over there. Um, The rest of you also receive a warm welcome. Uh, Burn, your soldiers upon the wall salute you and let out a ho as you uh, enter the gates. And the entire cry goes across the wall, and you can hear it almost like the wave, like when you're at a sports stadium, like, ah. It's this, ow, 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 from each checkpoint as you return. Calamban, your soldiers let out this war cry, this really strong, barbaric, guttural cry that sounds somewhere between a dragon. And, you know, a dragon man. Marius, how would you like to proceed? Marius finally emerges from the Buena Vista, uh, Prima Vista. Uh, changed. His strength seems to have returned. But now he emerges from the top end and, and takes flight with this new glowing blue aura about him. The shield that once brandished the Night Mother's symbol now has a gauntlet with an eye upon it. People of Alaki, we have returned. How is everyone? Things have changed. It is unfortunate to say that We have lost one of our companions. 
to the chaos. And the Night Mother is no more. Fret not, though. I have found someone else that is willing to protect you all. A god that I don't believe you've heard of before. One called Helm. A god of the Forgotten Realms in Faerun. A place far from here. He has answered my prayers. And I will take up his challenge and call now. As I will be the foe. And bring the hammer to those that oppose him. Here within Barovia. If you wish to learn more about him. Please come to St. Andrew's Church. As I will begin to start studying as well as teaching what I learn from my prayers to him. And then I will land down beside everyone else. Where are we going first? I would like to study with my students after returning this gem. Just briefly, to check on their progress. To the Blue Altar Inn, then. It is time for some wine. Of course, of course. And I will pat Marius on the back and begin walking towards the inn. Caliban, are you proud of your soldiers? I am. They've done well. They've kept the town s safe. So I will. I will drink to the victorious dead myself. So nice. I love a nice, uh, full uh, glass of meat. I guess. I believe they serve one here, my boy. And with I am. This a, gem, I am. I am a. Uh, I am a. I am a mead man myself. But I, I will enjoy some wine. <laughs> Correction. Uh, meet us, wine. <laughs> Thank you, Kranglis. <laughs> I don't remember anybody asking Kranglis. Wow! Wait, he just came to your defense. <laughs> what the hell? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's okay. I have a I have a magical flogging. It's whatever you want to drink, and it doesn't end. It tastes like orange juice. No, it tastes like your favorite drink. It's orange juice for Ozol, canonically. I will tell Arthur, Arthur, bring Faye to the Blue Water Inn. We should have a drink together. Yes, of course, Master Ozol. We... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <sighs> hmm. yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. Yes, okay. He, like, scurries off. At the speed of light. I love everything about Arthur. And if you harm one head, one hair on his precious little head, Cody, I will be so upset with you. I'm going to kill him. In the you. most devious way. Take Faye. Possible. <laughs> um, why yeah, this is like the fucking Game of Thrones of D&D, man. Stolas was even on the fucking chopping block, so don't get too well, attached. Stolas ate Marius as God, so how dare Yeah, but that God sucked. He went and got a new one right away. Right? The same day. How dare you. Um, the council begins to meet uh, at your arrival. 
Sorry, I'm pulling in tokens here. Uh, you return to the illustrious Blue Water Inn. Finest establishment in, well, the entirety of Barovia, I think, is not an overstatement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it might be the only one. <laughs> is that, yeah. is that uh, dark tan Podameron at the front there? I'm going to... Oh, that seems racial. How's that racial? Who's Rachel? How dare you? Uh, I will talk. Uh, I believe her name is Danica. Cody? It is Danica. Well done. Danica. We were told there were three gems of wine in this land. The first we recovered at Yesterhill. And I will reach into my component pouch pull out the second. We killed the witch, Babala Saga, and returned this to its rightful owner. The Champagne du Lamont. Could it be, dear wife? The room, which at this point is kind of milling with conversation as the uh, the town's groups begin to kind of filter in seeing your return, it is. Ozal, you do not know what this means to us. This was thought lost, thought in, thought to be taken to Castle Ravenloft in a hush. She holds this pinecone-shaped crystal, uh, you know, about the size of a monster can, uh, glowing green, and she kind of resembles grapes now that you look at it in the light as it refracts almost more than your crystal this green light as it glows she says we we will get this to our brothers and our cousins and we shall make wine again no longer will Strahd be the only one to taste divinity we have returned and there's a whole roar that just goes up as everyone begins to clap and is just Oh my god, overjoyed at what you have done for Barovia. What we have done, friends. Okay. Filtering in Seth the Bowman. Um, I don't really have a token for him, so I'm just going to make him a commoner. Um, and label him thusly. The Bowman. Uh, kind of claps you across the back um, at your return. And the council begins to convene. Uh, Marius Slag comes up to you. He says, Hail and well met, my friend. How about your travels? Unfortunate Slag. Many things are different since you've last saw us. Um, Stolas is no longer with us. That's a shame. It is, uh, and unfortunately, the the Night Mother is no more. I have found someone else that will help in the land of Barovia and. I'm beginning to learn about him and his worship. Have you heard of Helm? He 
laughs uncontrollably in some ways. And he says, you know, I thought I was bringing you bad news. That when I was crafting this this item for you, it did not turn out how I expected it to turn out. In fact, as he re reveals your order to you, Marius, I thought I had gotten the symbol wrong. And sure as shit, on the pendant that you ordered, instead of it being the symbol of the Night Mother, it is a, a gauntleted hand with an open eye with a blue crystal set into it. I knew there was something on the wind. Seems the fates had more in store, like they knew already. One would think. Thank you, Slag. Did you get the other item that we sent in? Uh, we had the friend bring uh, a suit of armor to you, hoping to uh, have that repaired as well. Uh, Cody the Dungeon Master does not remember. Can you refresh his memory? Esmeralda was sent on a, her separate path with the suit of armor to Velaki. Oh, yes. yes, yes. Yes! Uh, he's like, it's too big to carry over, but yes, I do have it. Perfect. Were you able to, to make it in working order for me? I was. Fantastic. Uh, and Dungeon Master, is this a plus one or plus two version of the, the uh, amulet? Uh, plus one. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, Slag. I really appreciate your, your work. Um, and I will hand over to him a, uh, a nice fine ruby gem that I have in my inventory. Nice. Uh, he thanks you profusely for it. As he turns to you, Kringle, and is shocked to see another Warforged. Designation? Kringlis. Oh, sorry. I called you Kringle. Oh, no. Kringlis. <laughs> um, place of origin. Processing. I seem to have lost quite a bit of my memory. Hmm. Troubling. Do you want to let me take a look as his right hand kind of turns into a set of Tinker's tools? Cautiously, yes. All right. He uh, will sit you down on one of the bar stools and uh, kind of start unwrapping this mummy cloth you have all over you. Uh, he will just start doing a full diagnostic on you. Uh, cleaning out the gunk and dirt. Although Ozol's prestidigitation was good for the outside of your body, you have been encased, uh, presumably, in mud for an unknown period of time, probably since the flood of Berez. Uh, he cleans your circuits and 
eye holes and lights and when was the, works. the flood? Yeah, remember Brez was flooded. Yeah, when we talked about it last session. Yeah, like five hundred years ago. Oh. Um, and he says, "Well, unfortunately, it looks like your data bank has been well corroded." Uh, but I have done what I can. You should be back in working order. Uh, you will just have to forge yourself a new path, Kringlis the Forsworn. With gratitude. Thank you. Acknowledged. Uh, and Slag will go retrieve your armor, Marius. You have the council. Do you have any business with them? Um, are you asking all of us or just Marius? Yes, in general, the whole room. Um, I will let them know. One of our party members, Stolas, is now unfortunately serving the Dark Lord. He was taken by Strahd. If you see him, know that he is no longer friend and may be very dangerous. But usually his rolls are shitty, so don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do they have anything to say to that? Uh, They kind of murmur to themselves for a little bit. And uh, Irina will say, Acknowledged. We will take that into consideration and spread the word to the watch. Have you found anything else? Tell us about the swamp. Is the witch dead? Is it true? Yes. And a twisted bit of faith, Stolas dealt the final blow. Though, she may have been consumed by her deity. He. He, I'm sorry, he. We have returned the second of the three missing gems of wine. So soon your town will be able to enjoy more variety their drinks we've also met a new member of our party Kringlis on the road I'll gesture to Kringlis to come come forth Kringlis just stands there (laughs) Kringlis (laughs) go on Crinkless then moves over towards Uzzle. Side note, Kringless is a he, a they? Uh, Kringless is a robot, so... A robot? (laughs) Okay, they. An it? And uh, I will introduce uh, Kringless to the party. (laughs) Or to the uh, council, rather. And uh, I'll I'll, uh, allow Kringless to share what they would like about themselves. With uh, with regret, I don't have very many intact memories, especially after being run over, but... <laughs> Jesus Christ throwing us under the bus. <laughs> Quite literally. No, he was thrown under the bus. Jesus Christ. Council... My wizards, have they served you well? They have. In fact, we have a new one of your order. Really? Pray tell. 
This is Apprentice and Doral entering through the door. Well um, met. They have word. Um, we have sent several scouting parties out to keep an eye on the town of Barovia. Um, Apprentice and Doral, would you like to give your report? But of course. He gives a large sweeping bow. I have returned from Barovia. It appears we are on the clock. Strahd has begun defiling the bodies with his help from a wizard clad in black robes. They are terraforming it into a necropolis and raising both spirits and zombies and other such ghouls I would presume for an attack on our town. Do we have any spies that know when this attack may take place? We do not. We are periodically moving in and out, though the werewolves have been keeping Barovia somewhat busy with attacking some of the undead and being that now it is nothing but a necropolis. I would assume you have time to probably finish your tasks and perhaps we should send word for allies of our own. Do you have any leads on that from when you spoke with the people at Argonvost Hold or the, the spirits there? Burn? Would you care to chime in, my boy? <clears throat> they agreed to fight on our side if I was able to wield the sun hammer, but I was not able to lift it from its stony uh, <clears throat> tomb. Tomb. McBrony potion? <clears throat> yes. So, until I am able to wield such a weapon, I'm afraid that they will remain uh, neutral? I don't, I don't even know if neutral is the right word. They are bound to the castle. They're bound to the castle. So until I can wield the hammer, they're not going anywhere. Uh, with that, um, Apprentice Andoral will give his regal bow and uh, return to the tower. Are Faye and Arthur still Bye. on the way? Uh, yes, they arrive. I don't have tokens for them, but they arrive. Here, I'll, I'll give you some really I made, good... I made you tokens for them. I have not published them yet. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Boom. Fay and Arthur arrive. As you've requested, all Nightios, I have brought your secondary apprentice, though lesser than I, Fay, who seems utterly unimpressed. Magus. Did she call me Magus? Yeah. It's the formal term for a mage. Though she doesn't fully um, acknowledge you as, you know, like master or something. Wow, what is this lady's problem? Well, probably Arthur. Oh, yeah, that would probably get draining. Uh, come, my students. 
and we'll sit next to Caliban. And um, while the council is meeting, I will show Arthur and Faye, um, if you will allow, the flying snake, the tressum, the pseudo dragon, and the owl. Uh, familiar forms. Yeah. Uh, Arthur literally like sits on the ground as close to you as he can. And he's already pretty small. So, you know, uh, Faye will take a chair kind of towards Marius and there's like roll her eyes as she, he <laughs> waits on you. He landed foot quite literally just amazed at the things you can create. Um, <laughs> Faye will kind of wave her hand and, you know, change her familiar around from a cat to a dog. Uh, to a flying snake and, you know, kind of keeping up with what you're doing. Arthur struggles to, you know, really break past that, you know, fish. It goes from a goldfish to a trout, but it's just, it's <laughs> not great. More practice is in order for you, my son. Yeah, of and, course, uh, Master was all. Anything you require. I will uh, pull out a, um, so he knows the spell, right? So would would making him a spell scroll be helpful for him or... What can I do to help him, Cody? Um, lots of intensive one-on-one training. He is a excited student, though, you know, probably not the best. You know, he just gets wrapped up in, you know, Ozal's life. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll take some time and just begin talking through the incantation with him and ask him to take notes. He writes down everything you do, from the way that your hair moves to... It's almost fan fiction, the way that he writes it. I'm here for it. And uh, I will say, Faye, tell me of Wizard Anduril. That one is a little bit of a... How do we say? Lone Wolf? He is extremely sufficient in combat. Look. I would say he is a very strong evocation wizard. Though, not one for illusions. He's more of a bang, pow, things explode. You must forgive me in my old age, Faye. Your specialty is what? My specialty. Ozo. You and I share the same specialty. Divination. Uh, divination. Very good, Faye. Very good. And I will ask... Um, Tell me, what has the town tasked you, Arthur, and our new friend with? Um, yes, of course, your majesty. I have been tasked with keeping the records of Ozal and those in his council and of the tower. Though I regret to inform you, most of it centers around you, as it should. Faye just rolls her eyes. Said, I'm in charge of taking care of the Night Watch and informing them of any divination that I receive of potential attacks on the town. Um, can I roll an Arcana check to see? I know if Arthur is like a fairly low CR of what CR Faye is, or is this something I would just know? Yeah, you would just know. She's probably like CR7. She's extremely oh, wow. proficient. Yeah. Very good. Wow, that's very good. Thank you, Faye. If you... May I take my leave? I was just about to say. Yes, Faye. <laughs> she Thank you. quickly stands up, drains her glass of wine, and heads out. Jeez, could she be a little bit more respectful? <laughs> no. she's She wants to kill that one. Bitch. Perhaps she will. Who knows? Although I, I'd like to see Stolas eat Arthur. 
personally. Please, God, no. Oh, yeah. that That's great. That sounds Tracks. amazing. Right. <laughs> How dare you all. You should have seen what I did to the adoring fan in Oblivion. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, well, that's uh, what I'll do. I do have words with Slag at some point when he returns, but I will uh, just continue working with Arthur on these uh, incantations of Find Familiar. Burn. Anything what a- you would like to do now that you're in town. I mean, there's a couple ladies in the room, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> How sad. Um, that was supposed to be the Jamaican horn. That was, that was bad. That was not good. Um, no, Burn's kind of more interested in Kringla's. Oh, uh, just in, <laughs> Tom, not like on action. Uh-oh. Not like that. Okay. All right. Um, he's just kind of like curious. Like you've been stuck in the mud. What were you doing before that? Mostly killing. Oh, killing what? Curiously. Whatever I was programmed to. I noticed you have a funny way of talking. Why do you, uh... Why do you always start your sentences with, uh... How you're feeling? Genuinely. It is the best way to express my intent. Huh. That's curious. Do you lie? Honestly, no. Can I believe you? Yes. Hmm. You didn't start with a feeling that time. I don't know. Got my eye on you, Kringlis. If ever you remember your real name, you can tell us. Noted. We had a great question from the chat. Will repairs increase Kringlis's help? The repairs that Slag has done on Kringlis earlier. Um, that is an oversight by the dungeon master. Uh, they should have been at full health the whole time. I think I forgot. I put them at one health for damaging in the cart. Um, hashtag Club Arthur. Oh God. Oh no. Here comes the shirt. Um, baby. But yes, they've had a long rest since returning to Velaki, and I have returned their health points back to their maximum. Which is, for the record? 37. Oh, just kidding. Okay. You know that. It's right there. Oh, no, I didn't know if that was going to be any higher because of the repairs. Nope. Okay. Sounds good. Another artificer joins the fight. All right. Um, Other than that, anything else you guys would like to do while you're in the town of Velaki? Yes, I will uh, talk to Slag on the way out and say, Slag, we're pushed to our absolute limits in the fight with Baba Lasaga. And as you know, we lost one of our own. I know you've made this wonderful cloak of protection for me. Do you know of any other magic items that you have created that may be purchased that may offer me some additional protection? I was targeted quite frequently by the witch, and I barely made it out alive, if not for some 
divine intervention. Hmm. He kind of is like holding this armor for Marius. He's like, uh, here, Marius, take this for a second. Uh, and he hands you your, your full set of gear. Ah, thank you kindly. And he returns. Uh, he says, how much gold do you have, Ozol? Um, enough, my friend. 2,000? Jesus Christ, not that much. Uh, unfortunately, you got a whole ass bar of silver, buddy. That is true, but I think we may need that. Now, gesture to Marius. How important is this silver, Marius? I mean, we were using all the silver we could find in the town previously to make sure that the weapons our guards had on the perimeter were silvered. What's the progress on that slag? I know we've been tasking you with many, many projects while we were gone. I have extended the silver as far as I could. It got about 30 soldiers worth between the barbarians, as we're calling them, and he kind of gestures to Caliban, and the Spartans, as he gestures over to to burn. Okay. So I, th I think then uh, we should use this bar then to maybe melt down and silver the a few more weapons then? I, I could either get two large weapons or four small ones. What about their own blades? Does anyone else want their weapons silvered? Can I, can I silver my battle axe? It's magic. You can't silver a magic item. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. It's, it's primarily Caliban for making sure that non-magical weapons are okay. Sorry. Like, I, I, got, I, I got lost in a muff in the room, so I was a little distracted. Ah. Okay. Um, I do have a weapon. We've that all been lost in a muff before. Could use some silvering. Hey, man. Uh. Though it would reduce my bartering in this scenario. How much gold do you have, Ozol? Four hundred gold. Uh, what does what does two thousand just... gold buy me, Slag? He pulls out an icicle this. We could get those for free outside when it's cold. You could. But I doubt your icicle has uh, the kind of juice this one does. I don't know what that means. You want 2,000 gold from us. What does this do? <laughs> he just like puts a hand on his face and he's like what does it do? Let me show you. Uh, and he walks over and, like, opens the window right here. And uh, he's like, clear the street! And they all kind of nod. And he's like, uh, Ozo, one, three, or four? Three. Three. He casts Sleet Storm. Um... <laughs> A 20-foot tall cylinder, 40-foot radius, centered on a point that you can see within range. So, effectively, 
the majority of the area out here uh, in the courtyard, um, this huge cylinder of heavily obscured sleet begins to rain from the sky in the dimensions that I uh, described and continues to do so for the next minute uh, as he concentrates on the spell. He says it's a wand of winter, Ozal. It's a magical device that will allow you to cast Ray of Frost, Sleet Storm, or Ice Storm. It has its limitations, it has charges. Yes, it can melt. But for 2,000 gold, it'll put the blue back in winter. I guess white now, huh? Because you're Ozal the white, not Ozal the blue. But wow. You get what I mean. Um, I definitely want that. I definitely don't have 2,000 gold. Um, I'll pull out a spell book or sort of like my journal and show him a drawing of a, an amulet of, uh, protection and ask if he knows of this item. Um... He's like, I might be able to sketch one out from a diagram, but I don't currently have the materials to make something like that. Oh, I thought you said ask her. Okay. Um, you could potentially gather some resources, and I might be able to make it. Um, okay. Well, I don't have 2,000 gold, so as much as I want that item, I can't have it now. How much gold, Cody, would you say the silver's worth? Well, it's silver, so... Yeah, that's true. I mean, it could be sorry. a lot of silver. I'm so though. sorry. I mean, that, was a good, that was a terrible joke. I mean, it's a huge chunk of silver, though, from... In World of Warcraft, if you have a bunch of silver, it equates to one piece of gold. So a bar of silver might be worth, I don't know, half a bar of gold or something? Would you not send the realm's champions out with such a wand slag? He says... Would you not fund my campaign to help make the world a better place? Uh, didn't we do that? Have we not? Saving this town? I'm I'm really glad that you guys have uh, brought that up, because I didn't want to be the one to broach the subject. He pulls out a piece of paper (laughs) that has the total amount of gold owed for the jobs that he's been doing for both fixing the town, silvering the town, assisting in building the towers, reinforcing the walls, uh, that equates somewhere to roughly about 2,000 gold. Okay, I'll pull well, out... You owe us 10,000 gold for saving this place. Says, yeah, can I, we pull out I, our I ledger of less. He's all like, the I, magical beasts that we've killed <laughs> in a year? Yeah, if we're going to be playing this game, we're going to be going back and forth all day. That is very true. Who else is going to buy this one? <laughs> he said, well, there's three or four other wizards in town now. Look, you are I not got, my only paying customer. I have 900 gold. Wow, that's a lot of gold. Not including the 200 gold I got from Strahd. Wait, you got gold from Strahd? Yeah, when he took Stolas. Hey, there's Marius. Nice. You'd love to see it. I thought your wings were silver, though. Well, they're metallic with, like, blue, blue finish. Oh, okay. Yeah, and how much did he give me? 200 or 300? 
I think I said two. Honestly, I don't remember. Okay, I think you did say I, two. It might be in chat. Yeah, let me scroll up. There's the dagger. Baba lasagna. Baba lasagna. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Free critical hit for Stolas. I guess it should be after that. I'm going to say 200. It's, I'm it's pretty 100. sure it was two. Oh, 100 gold. Dang. I feel like this is a cool item, but it's not 2,000 gold cool. Especially to put the whole party at zero. Is, that's too much. Slag, are you saying that you're still owed uh, money for all of the projects we've had you working on to benefit the town? Correct. What's your total currently, not including the wand? 2,000 gold pieces. Who does he need to pay back for 2,000 gold? He keeps the 2,000 gold. It's his town! <laughs> Alright, fine. Uh, Marius opens up a pouch. Whoa. And produces one diamond, four rubies, and then another 200 gold. What the Our, age? Excuse me. Actually, uh, let's see here. Another 50 gold, actually. This should total out your 2,000. Uh, he smiles. He says, done deal. As the diamond I produce is worth a thousand, three of the ru four rubies is worth 250, one ruby is worth 200, and then the uh, 50 additional gold that I need to get this to 2,000. Perfect. You a damn Marius, what's Marius. your um, night sight? 300 feet. Okay, sorry, I was messing with your vision here. That's fine. Uh, uh yeah, he's jaunty just, little tune, by the way. That, that, oh, bah, I cannot talk. That should be good enough to cover the work that I have done. Now that I have been paid, I believe your icicle is worth about 1500 <laughs> What? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. He we'll was, call it the Mari's he was, discount. He was increasing the price in order to ensure that he got some of the reparations that he's owed for his previous work. What about all the work we've done? <laughs> <laughs> Is it, are we not on all a team here? What? <laughs> Is what? That makes no sense. If we're a team, you're not taking money from each other. I, what about all the other items I've produced you for free? No, 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 no. We all paid for those items. Yes, Ozol did settle. Very heavily dead. discounted rate. <laughs> oh, here we go. And I'll, I'll gesture to Burn and say, Burn, what is the going rate for slaying a, be a, a beast or a god or a Raksasha? What do we usually charge in, in our domain? <laughs> He'd been paying us back for years, Ozol. And at the expense of one we've known for years, Slag. Two! We've lost two team members! Two of our friends, Slag. You're telling me their life isn't worth <laughs> a wand to you? Would you see Calumban or Marius or Burn or myself fall so that your pockets may be lined with gold? 
I'll tell you what. <laughs> Do our lives mean nothing like to you? Imagining this. What the hell? Thirteen hundred will count two hundred gold worth of tune-up to your new friend. What is this dude's problem, Slagler? You from, like, the asked <laughs> to work on him. He didn't ask you. Slag, I will give you 200 gold for the wand. That is my final offer. We will need it to slay and to prepare for this coming onslaught on the town. If you do not take it, I wish you luck with my students. I will take 200 gold now and 1,300 gold later. You will take 200 now and we will be settled. Slag shrugs and walks out the door. About to use that wand on Slag. Yeah, it's too bad you don't have a. Slag may have been one of the coolest NPCs that is now honestly one of the worst. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. Honestly, we're fucking done, professional. He's just trying to get paid. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to lowball him. The man is a business professional who has been working for us, and you are trying to you know, working for us. Him. We're not. We've he's been not working, working for them. us. He's been working for them. He's working in the town. He runs a business. His shop was destroyed by the fires. We yeah. literally Who freed him from slavery. <laughs> we freed the man from shackles, my friend. No shit, bro. And he's still trying to run a bro, business. I was about to ask whose side are you on, but after the whole Stolos thing, I guess I have the answer. Oof. We're trying to bring the economy back in this town, and you wish to money gripe about a few coins? 1,600 uh, coins, a few, not a coins. few coins. I'm feeling <laughs> underappreciated for saving this town right now. I feel like we're about to burn it down. Oh, I'm going to look to Danica and say, Danica, the gem, what is it worth to this town? Is it not worth one wand to this town? Also, who the hell keeps making that noise? Yeah, what is that? I have no clue. It sounds like a ukulele. Anyways. Well, it's gone now. Danica. Sorry, that, what that was is my that daughter, gem right? worth to this town? <laughs> oh, okay. uh, to these Danica people and to the wine that it will slides produce. Slides it in her pocket. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever. Hey, whatever the third. Tell us what these gems are worth, and whatever the th it is, that's how much we're going to charge to bring it back, and then some. Do you have the time to cultivate an entire crop? We had the time to find the gem and sacrifice to all the party wine members. that we had to go get. <laughs> Let's just, you know what? Call Strahd. Tell him we're on his taxes. fucking side now. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think this town was worth saving. I think I think we've made bad choices here. Wow. I'm I'm completely honest. I will get up and gesture to burn chaotic and Caliban. Much? How is this greed? Slag is chaotic greedy. As far as I'm concerned, Slag is a businessman. He just well, so we're gonna start being businessmen too. Anytime they need a a monster slayed, I'm I'm charging by the hour. You could try. <laughs> The people Come, of Barovia, let me put it this way. So, so Danica looks at you. She says, the people of Barovia would die without wine. It is quite literally the only enjoyment that exists in this realm while Strahd is breathing. Or not oh. breathing. My lady. So we literally gave them all life. Is what you're my lady. <laughs> if I may. Two I of my friends you. that I have known many, many years have died in this realm. So that you may drink and feast and be safe in this city now. I almost died against the witch. And you're telling me our lives mean less 
after all we've done. We freed Slag. We helped bring this town back. And now you are telling me that we owe this town a debt? 19 to hit your armor class. For She's stabbing Ozol? Hold on. Uh, does 19 hit you? It does, but I'm going to throw up a shield. Danica slaps you as the shield goes in place, stopping her hand. And she says, listen to me, whelp. And you can see like the feathers starting to grow as her eyes kind of begin to go full black as her raven-like form begins to take over. Well, we're live. done here. You do not live in a realm of misery with a man who kills for sport. You do not come from a place where every moment is pain, where you die and you do not leave and go off to some imaginary place in the sky. You're reborn into hell repeatedly. Know your place, wizard. At some day, you will get to leave, and the rest of us are stuck here dealing with a devil who would rather hunt and kill his own kind. A man who would kill his own brother on his wedding day. Okay, but in your scenario, we get to go home when he's dead, so... (laughs) I think we're all running a little high on our emotions as everything that's been going on in the past couple of weeks... Yeah, it's the, too bad the, you don't have a smooth-talking warlock around to smooth things over. The goal <laughs> of our group is to try and ensure... Now you want cooler heads to prevail, Mar- Marius? Yes! Do you... Stolas was literally just killed my deity. That you what? replaced it an hour later! After several days of prayer along okay, the road, asking days. for for something new to to aid on the quest that we're on, <laughs> how would you feel if Stolas had devoured Bahamut? Processing. I would have been pissed, but it wouldn't have been his fault. It was it was Hadar, whatever that stupid name is. So then, are you a production of your choices or a production of your environment? A little bit of both. How about that? Well, his, cho- his choice I'm was leaving. to consume my god. Where's the door? Is he over here? <laughs> There's stairs and ladders. Where am I going? I just pushed Fenric down. Dude opens the door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As you slide out, uh, he kind of looks uh, at you and then like starts reading the room. And he's like, "What is going on?" Come on, Kranglin. <laughs> Van Richten, I think we're done here. And lady, if you ever raise a hand at me again, it will be the end of you. And I will walk out of the bar. Ozo. Come, Van Richten. Let us speak outside. <laughs> that was the best roleplay we've ever done. <laughs> Good shit, my <laughs> My Ozal, I need you to roll a charisma saving throw. Quick, get next oh, okay. to me. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm outside the nope. door. Nope. Nope. This is before you leave the tavern. <laughs> Post uh, nine. I'll use Ow. a luck roll on that. Uh, Nick. Oh, no. <laughs> Your alignment shifts from lawful good to neutral good. Uh-oh. What does that mean? 
Is does that... her alignment shift too to terrible human being? Is that like <laughs> Paragon Renegade? There we go. Uh, you storm out. I assume Vor in your wake. Of course. Yeah. Wow, you guys are a mess with that Stolas. <laughs> uh, Burn definitely misses Stolas. He's really he's really bummed out about that. She Danica looks to you, Marius, and she <clears> says, <throat> "I will extend you hospitality. However, only because they have lost a friend recently, and I will give him a chance to apologize before I tear his face off. He oh, does not understand what it's like to live here. She would get fucked up by us all." <laughs> I know. Just saying. I know, Danica. There, there's, there's a lot going on here. The, the past, I think we're at two months now that we've been within the land of Barovia. It's a lot has gone on for for our party. A lot has gone on here in the town of Wallachi. How are things going in the town since we've been gone for about a week now? She says, we are facing less and less threats, though I would probably attribute that to the scouts saying that they have retreated back towards the castle and towards Borovia, mainly to, I would assume, amass an army. Do you know how long it'll take for your gem to make it back to the vineyard? A couple days, as the raven flies. She smiles. Okay. Ismark, how goes the town? Um, <clears throat> Ismark stands up, kind of <clears throat> his seat scooting out as he stands uh, from his place at the head of the table. It fares well, and we are very thankful for everything you have done. But please understand, our people are hurting. I'm sure that there will be some grand reward that we can offer you once our realm is freed, but... As it stands for now, you can't pour water from an empty bucket. Well, you can sure pour wine from that fucking crystal we gave them. Dude, Mike Discipline, <laughs> are you up. Are we saying... Are you Mr. saying that... Oh, we need to have Mike Discipline this whole episode. Fucking okay, Mr. Ask Flag for an uh, amulet that he doesn't have. That's Take 500 gold. damage. Keep it up, I'll make you a snake again. <laughs> Maybe I'll fucking kill Ozo. We'll see what disintegration oh. does to a wizard like you. Time to oh find a new DM. <laughs> so spicy this words. evening. So spicy. You see what you did, Stolas? <laughs> Caliban sits in the corner awkwardly. <laughs> this is not. This is not the battle I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> the battle of words is fiercer than any blade. <laughs> Oh, you cut it! You cut it with a knife! Holy cow! Oh my god, bro! I'm just teasing you, Zach. Calm down. <laughs> that being is, said, I am curious what a disintegration spell would do. Is Mark? Are you saying that the the town is struggling for f food and water at this time? Um, yes. Natural resources have been used up. Uh, we've used at least three quarters of the forest around the outside edges of Valaki to help reinforce yeah. the walls. I wonder who they're going to ask to help them out now. Okay. I mean, the entire contingent of trained guards, thanks to you guys. I can ensure that my acolytes will uh, 
be able to craft water. That's it's a blessing that they can procure. I'll, we will need to start learn. I'll need to educate them on the new deity that is answering our call. Uh, once they, if they choose to to continue and follow me, then uh, I will make sure that they know the new ways of of Helm and they can craft water up to ten gallons per casting. Uh, so Walter should not be a problem, but I am only recently able to create food myself, and we intend on hitting the road back to Argenvastold here in the next day. Um, but that should solve the Walter problem that you're having. How how long did we train those guys? A month. You had a month off. Okay, I charged 200 gold an hour. Mm. So <laughs> you guys owe me a fuck ton of money. I'm sorry, where are you? I think you're like... Who are you talking to? Are you talking to like I'm just saying. Chris Kringle over there? I'm projecting. Do you do you have a concept <laughs> of gold? Um, Kringlis, the Forsworn? I don't think Kringlis has probably ever used gold in his life. <laughs> <laughs> you're just spouting angry things as you hold your sword. Kringlis is just like Although mysteriously, I do have five in my position. <laughs> just like handing it to him. This? Five gold or 500 gold? Five gold? <laughs> five gold. No, Kringlis, that's yours. You keep it. Noted. I appreciate you. What other right. ales do the town have? Not a lot. Mostly just fear, right? A lot of trying to rebuild what they have, reinforce, and hunker down for the storm that is coming. Um, and the refugees from the village of Barovia and your, the rest of your people? Uh, Ismark just gives a basic report that they have made temporary housing um, that all nobility from Barovia, which would just be his family, essentially, um, has repurposed the Burgermaster's Manor as a multi-home for those who are in charge. Um, the whole council essentially lives there. Uh, they take turns doing watch. Each person, you know, doing their best to make sure that the town is thriving. Um, gold economy has kind of shifted more or less to trade instead of actual gold. Um, what gold is left is being reused to trade with the town of Kresik uh, for some of their resources, though lots of people that have gone there have not come back. What do you mean they haven't returned from this town? This is, well, we don't have a lot of reports, and I was planning on potentially sending some of the wizards there, though I fear we may have lost that with the old man who has just stormed out in anger. But it appears a thieves' guild has been cropping up and hitting our caravans on the road. Or so we think. Um, I don't think it's the most pressing matter. I would say probably to get the second half of the skull, as you guys have reported to us, to see if we can end this conflict. The people will fight. Is the... The assault on coming from the, the village of Kresk pressing, is that something that we need to divert our attention to next? Because I believe after Agenvast Holt we were 
thinking about trying to make a move towards finding this amber temple. I would suggest probably doing that, being that now we have war impending over our heads. The village of Kresk will have to fend for themselves if Valaki fully falls. And then Strahd will rule over ashes. Okay. I have an inkling that he would probably enjoy that. As uh, Marius looks over towards Van Norten, he speaks in a he looks around quickly the room itself uh, to see if there's anyone that might be spying on the area in this discussion. I'd like to make a perception check. Yeah, go ahead. A 14. Uh, one of the chairs behind you like subtly moves as you do that and a small figure is shuffling under the table. Who is this? As I kind of look under the table. It's Arthur. He's taking notes profusely for Ozal since he's left the room. Wonderful. Arthur, I think you might want to leave. Um, You're not my boss. I have strict orders from Master Ozal to record all events in order chronically for the history record so that he is proven as the hero that he truly is. Arthur, this next bit that I wish to discuss, you will not want to record on your book. Van Richten kind of looks at you and he's like, I got it. And he reaches down, like picking up Arthur by the scruff and uh, just walks out the door. And uh, opens it, hands Ozal as he opens the door to you. He's holding Arthur, kind of like fighting back, trying to Come hit Come, Arthur. Richten. He's like, I believe Dr. this is Dr. Van yours. Richten is too big a fish to fry, my boy. And Ozal, I will, uh... would you please get the others back in here as there's something more important to discuss? I don't know where Burn has gone. And... Krangulus. Sorry, I forgot your name. <laughs> Krangulus. I know, I love it so much. Oh, there we go. They're just down the road. I will uh, mage hand burn shoulder. Tap, tap. Oh, come on, Krangulus. We gotta go back inside. Acknowledged. Those of you that are still in the room, if you wish to not hear anything else more on what's about to be discussed, you should leave now. Is Arthur here? No, Arthur's outside. Out there. Um, I'll send Vor with Arthur. Let's see. What do I have in here? Who's this? Uh, Ernest Winwright will just leave. He's got, you know, carts and stuff to fix. Um, Seth the Bowmaster will head back to the wall and give his regards to you. This random commoner whose name did not save will go as well. Erwin will head to the back. Danica will head to the back. Ismark will take his leave. And Irina and Esmeralda will stay. With Van Richten, wherever I put him. I'm not sure. Please, please lock the door. Van Richten, you've had a few days now. What have you discovered from the tome? 
I don't have the tome. Ozal has it. Ozal has it? Ozal, have you been reading it? No. Let's break it out then and begin our discussion on this. And that is where we end our session. Fair For next time, when we return, we shall have a full video, kind of like what Ozal did with his backstory. Uh, breaking down the Tome of Strahd. So if you have questions, or as players, if you have questions you'd like to answer that I can kind of give out about the uh, Tome of Strahd lore questions, please send them in. Uh, I'll be posting a poll this week as well um, for two weeks from now when we play again. And thank you for listening. Chombo. Bye. Bye.